Attention! Scum! You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. And now, for the first time, we are bringing to you... This ain't happening, man. This can't be happening, man. This ain't happening. All right. We've got seven canisters of CN20. So we roll them in there and nerve gas the whole fucking nest. That's worth a try, but we don't even know if it's going to affect him. Look, let's just bug out and call it even, okay? What are we talking about this for? I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Fucking A.
Uh, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show. Ron Bennington. Fuck Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. Chris Stanley. And the rest. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's a Friday, and that means one thing. We're looking for the Ichiban. 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 Ichiban, of course, means... Number one. Number one. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here is Brian in Philly. How you doing, Brian? Hey, good morning, buddies. We said uh, it's actually a sad day here in Philadelphia. The um, for Eagles fans, the uh, best defensive coordinator we've ever had passed away, lost his battle to cancer at uh, age sixty-eight. Jim Johnson, uh, I'm in. I'm inconsolable today. Inconsolable. Oh, I'm sorry, Fez. What don't you understand about that? This was a great man. Yeah, who lived a fantastic life, and uh, I like how we say the number of Super Bowl rings doesn't matter. You say that? Yeah, I would do. That's my thing. Since when? Uh, Tyler. Tyler, you're on the Ron and Fez show. How you doing, buddy? What you say? I got an Ichiban for you. Brett Favre will not be back next season as of right now. Uh, let me put that in my who gives a fuck file <laughs> where I have all the rest of my Brett Favre pages. Of course he's the All Brett Favre wants to do now is getting into the newspapers, and he's starting to remind me of uh, the third Hilton sister. He's acting like a Hilton girl, like it doesn't matter why you're in the papers as long as you're in the papers. I think he's going to start a dogfighting ring just to get some more press. You know, the fact of the matter is, people forget, it's a pretty interesting little sport dogfighting. And I know Big Mike Vick uh, ruined it for everybody uh, because he's, you know, a crazy man. But there could be a sport there. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Always looking for the Ichiban. Ichiban. That's a story everybody's talking about. Of course, Ichiban means number one. Number one. Uh, here is Mike in Toronto. Mike, how are you? How's it going? Um, New York City is uh, buying one-way tickets for homeless families to leave the city. Uh, and on what kind of transportation? Uh, airplane. That's not bad. I'd rather see a cruise ship, though. Why not just have one fun cruise, and then when you get off it, you think, where do we sleep? But for why the, the time that you're there, you're enjoy, uh, enjoying uh, food and drinks. I'm going to do this the next time my family visits. That way, I'm only paying one way. So every time the family is in, you're just saying, you take them down, uh, downtown and say, I've got a homeless family with me? Yeah, just down to the mayor's office. You've seen the way they dress. It's going to work. On odor alone, Fuzzy, no one is going to complain that those people... It is wrong. I don't know what it is about Fez's family, but the term chicken soup. If you were blindfolded, it would smell like a family of chicken soup just walked into your home. You don't clean up after that cat, do you? Yes, I do. I am very conscientious about making sure my my home is clean from cat problems. Uh, let me just say this. Hairballs, everything. Because having an OCD does not mean that you're conscientious. It means that you're fucking insane. I'm dedicated. Why don't you go wash your hands again? I think there's germs on them. Don't say that. You know what I worry about? The germs that get under the fingernails oh. and toenails. They could be moving around right now. You know, I know they're not that big, but I can feel them crawling. Yeah, they crawl. Ugh. They crawl and they get in your pee hole. Oh. And that's why... Uh, and I need that. Yeah. 
You know where they uh, say most germs come from? Where's that? People. Stay Uh, away from people. Filthy creatures. Stay in your home. That's where you're safe. That's where you're happy. Over there on Roi. The man on Roosevelt Island. (laughs) Where everyone's lining up for plane tickets. Um, And by the way, you're uh, re-upping your rent, you were telling me? Yes, I am. When's that all take place? Uh, The end of next month. Aren't you known as the only person on Roosevelt Island who actually pays rent? Everybody else just gets a deal. That's why they really want to keep me. (laughs) Now, you're Mr. Roosevelt Island, right? Oh, yes. I got the island wired. You say that. But uh, I read a thing the other day, and I've never gotten this from Fez Watley. Movie was just shot out there. Paul Giamatti shoots a movie. Watley doesn't know about it. Now, let me just explain this to people. Wherever you live, just picture your neighborhood. Imagine Paul Giamatti was shooting a film there, and you didn't know it. And I guarantee you everybody else on the island was talking about it, but you don't interact with human beings. Do you realize how many of those people on that island look like Paul Giamatti? It doesn't matter. It would be really hard to tell if he was on the island. How about the fact that you see movie trucks and cameras pointing at someone? (laughs) You don't know what's happening. Uh, that Improv Now group, have you ever seen them where they yeah. go out and they, they do stuff? Did a gigantic thing on Roosevelt Island, like a thousand people. Everybody was stunned by it, but Fez Watley, because he doesn't leave his apartment. And I guess you don't talk to anyone else. Do you have any anyone that you know on that island? Um, I, You know, a couple of people. That's it. I talked to Haffy. You know, he's the guy whose body is cut in half, and he's on a gurney every outside every day. I say hi to him. You said hi to him nine years ago, and you're still, you just know the one person. You, you're not part of your environment. There's big movies being shot in your neighborhood. He doesn't know about it. You're a shut-in. A shut-in. When the taking of Palm 123 was uh, shot in my neighborhood, I was there every day. And I should care why? Oh, aren't you good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, Fezzi, I have a good daughter. Yes. <laughs> Her name is Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's not getting invited to the ball. Do me a favor, honey. Get off of Daddy's lap. I'm trying to do a show. Okay. Uh, Andy, That's not a good daughter. Andy, well, it could be. Andy in Michigan. Hey, guys. Uh, Get you gone for you. Uh, Feds don't feel bad about the whole island thing. Apparently the Obamas like islands as well. They're taking their vacation at Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, Martha's Vineyards, they're trying to be like the Clintons. The Clintons uh, actually used to stay with uh, Carly Simon. Um, again, I think it's another mistake for Obama during hard times. And I know you got a right to a vacation, but keep it on the DL. Keep it quiet. The country is broke dick right now. Absolutely uh, broke dick. And you're going up and uh, partying on Martha's Island for a week. Now, is it wrong? I don't think so. The guy deserves a vacation. He's got the money to do it. But other people don't. you got to try to look like you're uh, being cool here. I think that he just keeps making uh, PR mistakes. Now, Colin Powell uh, brought up about the whole... Uh, cop thing in uh, Boston. And what was the guy's name, Obama's friend? Uh, Gates, Professor Gates. Skippy Gates. <laughs> Skippy got slapped around by a cop like he was uh, somebody who was stealing rims. Well, uh, Colin Powell said, hey, we've all been targeted by cops before. 
the thing to do is shut your mouth until they go away. Just play it cool. A lot of people are mad at Colin Powell for this. But anyone who's ever had product on them knows you don't start giving shit back to a cop. There's certain times in your life where you're like, now's the time to shut the pie hole. Does this guy have the right to yell back at a cop? Of course he does, like all of us. But do you yell back at a cop, or do you think to yourself, oh, I'll, you know, I'll complain about this later. Once I get my license back and I feel like I've, uh, I'm home. Or Fez, um, does that does that come off a little Uncle Tom? No, I think it's advice for everybody, for every race. But why should we be afraid of cops? We live in a society where when you're a little kid, you're told, fear the cops. So most of us fear the cops uh, or hate the cops or have some kind of... Uh, combination of both of those because with the cop he is in control of that situation but should he be you're a citizen right yeah but up until that mo up until that moment he's got the gun he's got the cuffs he's got the taser right I mean, I, the only I, thing you can do is control yourself I I, I I will agree with that but this isn't nazi germany you know now i was kind of raised that way i gotta get a hold of uh big earl douglas for me if you could um i was uh told you shut your mouth because we always have something worse they can find. And I still live that way. Mm -hmm. uh, one time I got pulled over. This is after I was clean. And I started shoving baby bottles under the uh, seat. Just thinking, uh, I'm, I need to shove stuff under the seat. As if a cop won't lean over and peek. And I'll tell you what. If you keep your mouth shut, most of the times they won't. You could be holding all kinds of things. But as long as you play that, oh, was I officer? Wow, 85. <laughs> I better go have the car checked out. You're constantly trying to, to teach the cop that you're driving Christine. <laughs> and the car is doing things that uh, shock you. Uh, you know what? There's got to be something with the speedometer. Because that's crazy. I just had that checked. 85 through a school zone? I'm, uh, I don't know how that could have happened. But we do that. And the fact of the matter is we don't necessarily have to. You know, we are citizens of the United States. But common sense tells you, uh, Skippy, uh, that you shut your pie hole. And then later you call up and you say, I'm a professor and this guy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Get a badge number. Now you got him on the uh, – well, you got to get a badge number without him saying it. Because you asked for his badge number and it's the same thing as a calling him a pig. It's the same exact gimmick. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here is Ben in Minnesota. How you doing, Ben? Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. Got an Ichiban for you. Uh, Ichiban. Ichiban. Uh, ben, Ichiban means? Number one. Number one. Uh, Fifteen people shot in Chicago overnight. The cupcake wars. It's, uh... The cupcake wars of Chicago. <laughs> Begun these cupcake wars have. Uh, we will, we will win this war one way or another. Chicago is uh, a bad little city in sections. In sections. Yeah, the west, uh, west and south sides where most of this stuff happened. Uh, nothing in Lincoln Park though. So Molly's cupcakes uh, unaffected by this overnight shootout. Yeah, well, like uh, Mike Kaka says, we're taking the fight to them. And then Mike also says. Uh, if they uh, bring a knife, he brings a gun. That's the Chicago way. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 
866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here is Joe in New York. Hey, Joe. Hey, what's up, buddies? Yeah. Uh, listen, dealing with cops, I mean, I think the important distinction to make is the situation. Uh, this case in, in point, the cops were responding to a call from a citizen about a burglary in progress. They weren't just driving by and said, hey, there's a black guy. Let's go see what the hell he's doing. And I, that's an important, like, if you're speeding and you get pulled over. But, you know, none of us were there. And that was my uh, my situation with Obama. We don't know if the cop was in the wrong. We don't know if Skippy was in the wrong. There are cooler heads to figure that out. At the same time, it's bananas for all us to act like uh, black guys never get hassled or cops never get hassled. If you talk to anybody who's a cop, they've had people give them shit before for no reason uh, in the same exact way that uh, black guys uh, talk about, you know, stereotypes. You can't believe, you cannot uh, say you don't have some kind of prejudice against cops. Now, that same prejudice could also be the cops are right. Just what Fez does, the, they have the guns, they have the badge, they're in charge. That's not necessarily true uh, because there's such things as bad cops, sloppy cops, cops that just uh, don't give a shit. They're all individuals, but we tend to see them as the badge and the gun and the guy who's in charge. And then depending on what our map of the world is, is how we view that. Some people are like, thank God, a cop's here. He'll be in charge. Other people are like, well, here comes a fucking cop. Uh, nothing good can come out of this. But in the same way, the same people who act like, thank God for all cops... They have a prejudice of their own. They're just acting like a cop is good. In the same way that people act like all the troops are good. There's no such thing as, you know, the U.S. making mistakes out there. Um, here is Brent in Kentucky. Uh, Brent. Well, let me try it again. Brent, go ahead, buddy. Um, that this uh, country has turned into a police state, man. Ever since prohibition of marijuana, um and the uh, war on drugs, we've done nothing but turn this whole country into a police state. Well, you say that, and yet there aren't an, uh, a gigantic amount of cops running around. Uh, I walk through Central Park in New York City, never run into a cop. Most of the time, you never see beat cops on the street. Um, sometimes you would think to yourself, it seems like we could use even more cops. So don't act like uh, cops are hassling everyone. You smoke pot in your house, you're probably okay. You smoke pot walking down the street, somebody sees you, you're probably going to be pulled over. But the the people get pulled over for looking. You know, if you want to dress like uh, punk rock, you're probably going to be a cop saying, what are you doing in this nice neighborhood? In the same way, if you're a black guy, they're going to say, what are you doing in, in the nice neighborhood? It happens. And it's always happened. Uh, here's uh, our good friend. A hard rock Johnny. Hello, boys. Johnny. I was, you know, it, this whole thing just kind of, I mean, this has been going on forever. I mean, it's, I lived, I grew up in a really small, predominantly white town and next to a town that wasn't necessarily so white. And, and anybody, they, they had cops that would sit right on the border and watch for anyone trying to come over. It was kind of like, it, it's always gone on. And it's, it's not a great, you know, it's not a good thing, obviously. But, you know, the thing I was going to say is the way that Colin Powell last night was, 
you know, someone didn't recognize him as secretary or when he was, you know, when he walked into the into the airport and someone was taken back that he was who he was. And I'm like, well, maybe the guy just didn't recognize him. It doesn't mean because he was black. You know, I just I, I can't. It's well, but like, Colin Powell uh, was in the service down south in the 50s and used to get pulled over. You know, he would get pulled over and this guy was in the military, military haircut, uh sometimes even wearing his uniform, and cops down there would hassle him. That's also happened, Johnny. And I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, again, it's not a, it's, it's not a right thing, and it, it's unfortunate that it's still, and it still happens today. I mean, the South is still the South. I mean, you go down there, it's, it's kind of scary down there. I mean, I go down to New Orleans. and New York is very scary. I mean, we don't have to deal with it. Somebody like Earl or Franklin walking through Manhattan are probably, even today, in 2009, going to be treated differently than the rest of us. Well, in the same I, sense, if I'm in the, you know, certain parts of the Bronx, if I'm in East New York, a cop could pull over me and say, what the fuck are you doing here? What are you doing? You must be selling crack or buying crack. This happens, too. White guys have been seen in Harlem, and the, and the cops think you're just bringing uh, money to that neighborhood that doesn't belong there. Oh, just apartment hunting. <laughs> yeah, they're doing that for your own safety when they stop you up there. Well, you can say the same thing about a black guy. And now, I, you, I you said so. the cops used to protect your neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, ours was teenagers. Ours was once you got in your teens, <laughs> it was your job to keep an eye on the Conchester Highway to make sure no one came across. Uh, all right, talk to you later, Johnny. Right, boys. See you. 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Um, Brad, Brad in Houston, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, hello, 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 folks. Uh, I just want to say something real quick. All black men are the most racist men in the world because they went through the 50s and 60s. This guy's like, what, 64? He was at a time where that cops were really picking on him, and he just went off, I mean, because he's thinking, hey, I'm a professor now, I'm an older black gentleman, this is my house, why is this guy doing it to me? I mean, you got to remember, old black men, they went through a lot of mess. I'm a, I'm a young black man, all racism, all, it's a bunch of crap. All black people, they went through a lot of racism back in the days, and that's why maybe he went off on the cop and yeah. ran him up. It's also an interesting situation that old people will give you shit, no matter who you happen to be, because they feel like they're looking at children. And uh, but it, it's hard to believe this guy, no matter what he said to the cop, it's hard to believe that anybody felt in danger from uh, an older guy. Right. It, you know, at some point, the cop took something fucking personal. Does that mean that he's 100 percent wrong? Does that mean I don't think probably anybody was right. In the situation. Well, the police officer said that Professor Gates was uh, making con uh, slurs against the cop's mother. Mm, motherfucker is what he called them. <laughs> he said motherfucker. He doesn't mean your mother in particular. I had to learn the same thing when I was younger. <laughs> Anytime someone called me a motherfucker, I could only picture my own mom. And I want to have them like fucking Lisa Simpson. That just that fucking crazy run, you know, where you're just, you're just running with your claws out. I, I couldn't handle that when I was younger. Um, here is, um, let's go over here to uh, Dennis. Dennis, you're on the Run Fest show. Good morning, Ron. How yeah. are you? Good. Good morning, Fezzy. What's cooking, baby? What do you need, Dennis? Hey, listen, Ron. Uh, you know what? This cop is put in a position where he's responding to a call. So he's the bad guy no matter what he does. So 
if he shows up and it's truly the homeowner's house, which it turns out to be, then he's the bad guy because this guy's black. If for some reason he took the guy's word for it and he left, and it turns out that the home is truly being burglarized or he's being held at gunpoint, he says, you know, go to the door, tell the cops everything's fine, go away. And now the place gets robbed, burglarized, and he gets no, murdered. No, I agree 100%. The cop's still a bad guy. Right. So, but, but a cop knows that going into his job. There's no one, you know, th- these guys are only going to be liked when they do everything 100% right. And uh, in New York City, pre-9-11, nobody liked the cops. Uh, after 9-11, everybody loved the cops. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, you say cops as if they all have one personality. It's almost like saying blacks or the Hispanics do this. You're always wrong when you lump that in. There's one guy, and let's face it, both these guys could have been having a bad day at the same exact time. My point from the beginning was there was no reason in the world for the President of the United States to get involved in it or now to invite them down, and they're all going to have cold beers together, <laughs> which I find ridiculous. And they've already explained what beer everyone's going to be drinking. These fucking idiots can't even drink the same brand. Um, they've already put out the release. Uh, it'll be Budweiser, uh, Blue Moon, and a Red Stripe. It's uh, up to you to guess who's <laughs> drinking what. I, mean, I, I wish I, I was fucking making that up. I think I can guess. I wish I was fucking <laughs> making that up. Hmm. But they go out of their way now. This thing has gotten out of control because I think the president should have said, let this be a local matter. I'm very fucking busy myself. The Post today was taking odds on what beer they would actually drink. And I think uh, Budweiser was 20 to 1. <laughs> Yeah. Twenty to one. I'll tell you right now who's the bud man, Dave. Uh, I would. The uh, president has to be the Budweiser. You are uh, correct. Because he's I went against the cops. The, it, it's the red American. stripe. I think we all know who that is. What, what are you going to say? We all know. <laughs> it's a black guy. Yeah, it's a black beer. What do you want me? He's representing. <laughs> um, here is uh, Sling. Sling on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ron Fez, how y'all doing? Good. Man? Hey, look, man. If David checked the, the law of that state, that man was right. After he showed his ID, that man could have sh- said anything he wanted to say. The police should have left. Even the guy on Fox, the uh, the judge, said the same thing. He said, that state law saying he showed his ID, he should have got his ass off that man's front lawn and went on about his damn business. Slang, uh, did we, do we know for a fact that he did show his ID? Because I've heard... Two yeah, separate things. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay. Show his Eventually, ID. not at first. Yeah, you were after he showed it, the police should have left. It was his damn house. But but that state law saying, long as that man showed ID, that was his house. He could tore his damn window out and whatever. And that's the damn problem nobody's not talking about. Uh, no, I, I think everybody is talking about this thing. And I think that um, there's plenty. Correct on both sides. Could the professor have chilled the fuck out, said, here's my ID, don't come up here acting fucking strong, this is my home, period. If he would have said that, that would have ended it. But if he would have also said, what the fuck are you doing here, you fucking blah, 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 you motherfucker, you pigs, whatever he might have said, then a cop fucking starts to flex, and we got this whole stupid situation. I mean, Um, he should have been cooler. Give me a break. 
Well, but everybody should have been cooler. I mean, it's the job of the cop to be fucking breaking cool. into a right. house, and it's also the fucking job of the United States president to be fucking cool <laughs> and not blow this out of fucking proportion. I hope this beer party tonight. I hope it goes too far and they all end up drunk and just on TV with their arms around each other, singing "Sweet Caroline" or something. They'll never get that drunk. <laughs> there, uh, first of all. If you get so drunk, you're swinging, you're singing, uh, "Sweet Caroline." Uh-huh. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> That's in the fucking AA handbook. Michelle has to take the kids and get out of the house. It gets that ugly. Uh, Earl, Earl Douglas is going to be the cooler head. Earl, how are you, buddy? I'm all right, buddy. What do you got for me today? What's your What's your call on this? Why so sad? He's sad. Oh, my, my take on it is like. There's always this built-in perception that black equals perp, regardless of the situation. It's like, you're a black guy, you're the perp. And that police report, people take the police report as biblical and as the truth. And as and the case clearly proves, this Gates report, the police report is false. I mean, the woman said she never described them as black guys with backpacks. She never just said that she talked with the officers, but the report says it, so it must be true. You know what I mean? So there's always – I've known guys that have been – they've basically been rousted up, and they went – and basically asked what was the charge and got knocked upside their head, and then they were like – a resisting arrest. You know what I mean? Well, don't act like white people in the business haven't dealt with this. I will tell you, I have fucking friends that had people come into their fucking, you know, house in the middle of the night, and luckily they weren't cooking anything at the time. I hey. mean, we, th- there's got to be a certain amount of fucking uh, shorthand to this thing, too, Earl. Like, let's let's not pretend that black people... Never do fucking crimes. Young black men never oh, do no. crimes. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. I mean, that would be that. That is just as wrong. But this. Uh, uh, let, let's just play this game. Fifteen shootings in fucking uh, Chicago yesterday. Off the top of your head, how many white people you think were shot or doing the shooting? I would probably say one percent top. You you're you're shooting high. <laughs> and I don't even know. I don't even know the answer. <laughs> but you do shorthand. Right away I said, okay, the south side. Yeah, I mean, and I understand that the criminal statistics lean more towards black and Latinos and, and what have you. But I'm not breaking the law, and I shouldn't be. There are moments I'm just made to feel like a criminal, even though I'm doing absolutely nothing. But, Earl, you dress all in black. You're wearing sunglasses at night. You're a frightening-looking man, even though I know that you're a gentle soul. I know this, but, you know, but I, I, even when I'm wearing that clothing and that outfit, I shouldn't be perceived as a perp any more than someone who's, like a white kid who's wearing a goth outfit. Would it hurt you, though? Yes. We're not comfortable around goth kids. (laughs) They're pussies. (laughs) Everyone knows that. Well, until they start shooting up Columbine. Yeah, the the Columbine, everyone who dressed like the Columbine killers now is a killer? No. They just like that clothing. But again, if you were a cop, you don't think you'd use a little shorthand? Uh... You would think twice, yes. All right, thank you. Uh, and Obama's wrong to get involved in this, true or false? Um, I I think he he was in a no win either way. I think he I really, answered the question. Yeah, he was asked the question and he answered it. And this, he said they were acting stupidly instead of just saying, 
all the facts aren't in. The people up there are going to be in charge. Because you say that, all right, this is taken as law if it's on a police report. But you know you can go to court. You know that this gentleman's got fucking money for lawyers. You know that he's not going to go to jail or anything over this. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, but going back to the president, the whole take on it was, you know, it, the first and foremost, the guy was his friend. So he just, re- it was just, it was the end of yes. a healthcare program. Yes, that doesn't mean that you get treated better by the president because it's your friend. It just doesn't fucking mean that. I mean, uh, does, it mean, does it mean that you should have a kegger at the White House? No. I, I mean, that, this, is that. Is all right, Earl, I'm ready to have the debate with you. Uh, I looked over all the facts, and I, I blame the blacks. But I blame the whites. All right. Uh, I win that debate. Earl, <laughs> talk to you later, my brother. All right. Talk to you later. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Gary. Hey, guys. What's going on? In Philadelphia. How are you? How you doing, buddy? Listen. Yeah. Uh, I'm a cop here in Philadelphia, and a couple callers ago he just said something that really annoyed me. He said that uh, as soon as he showed his ID, the cop should have got his ass out of there, which is, you know, first of all, he's just he's speaking to him disrespectfully from the door. But the bottom line is the guy first showed him a Harvard ID, which could be, it, it could just be the fakest thing in the world. You're supposed to show a cop your state ID. Instead of doing that, this guy immediately got an attitude with the officer. Where are you supposed to go from there? And, and and the fact that the caller said get his ass off it, you know, it just it just shows the attitude. And I understand that there's been racism in this country for a long time, and there's old people that are always going to feel that way. And you know what? They're dying. The younger generation of people don't feel the same way. And this 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 the way. To are you, are you telling me that all you young black men think the best of the cops in Philadelphia? No, absolutely not. And I know that there's a lot of cops out there to give us all a bad name. And I know quite a few of them. And they're scumbags. But they're scumbags without the racism. They're just scumbag people. Scumbags get into every profession there is in this country. I agree. It's just the way it is. You know, and, and, and the fact that this, this professor, who is, he's a professor of black studies, he knows the struggle of everything that's going on in this country. And what he does is he's just, he's just, he's recycling it all. He's taking younger white guys who never even thought about being racist and putting it in their head like, well, you know what, no matter what you do, you're going to be hated because of what your ancestors did. It, 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 it's, it's, it's a cycle that this guy, this guy is supposed to be above all that. You know, he's supposed to be a guy who, who takes knowledge from these colleges and, and he, he turns it around and, and puts knowledge in his, in his youth's head and, and, and tries to get away from what, what separates us all. And, you know, we're out here trying to fight, you know, just criminal elements. We're not trying to fight for racism or anything. We get to a point where, you know, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to just turn our backs? You know, well, and, let me tell you something about the Philly cops. One time in the old Spectrum at an Aerosmith show, during a very boring fucking Ario Speedwagon set, I went to sell some product in the bathroom down there to a gentleman who was looked and dressed like me, and he turned out to be a cop. They yeah. fucking took me to the roundhouse, drug me up and down the steps, and kept punching me in the kidney. Now, my point is this. If you don't want to be approached, wear your cop uniform. Don't go wearing a Flyers fucking jersey and have a long hair. It's confusing. <laughs> I, look, I totally understand you, and I, look, and I understand that there's always going to be people who are raised a certain way to be stupid, and they're going to be racist, and that's just the way it is. And I think that this professor, he should be one of those guys that comes to the center. You know, there's white people, there's black people, and there's white people that live to be white. There's white, there's black people that live to be black, and then there's people in the middle who live to get money and and have a good life and raise their children and 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 produce something in this world that matters, something that we can build on. And and it, this 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 professor, I mean, if you listen to the tapes, the cop was not in the wrong. You know, he just wasn't. If you listen to the tapes and everything that was said there, when you approach a guy who's immediately getting belligerent with you, 
you know, you got to handle in a certain way. And, and the, the cop was, was being very nice to him in comparison to the way some of the guys out here handle that kind of situation. Right. He was being very, very nice. I'm going to send you the big-ass prize uh, closet to pick up a T-shirt, my friend. Hey, thank you, guys. All right. Um, and I'm only doing that to get your home address <laughs> because if I have any trouble in Philly, I'm coming to you. And I'll tell you right now, if you explain to the shot to a cop, ow, a fucking kidney shot hurts. That fucking hurts. I think they should stop punching you in the kidneys. And don't give you the nickname Roy Rogers just because you happen to be fucking selling horse tranquilizer. You're a young man. You're trying to make a living like uh, anyone else. And I blame those fucking fruit pies, REO Speedwagon. If you could do a fucking decent set, maybe everybody would stay in their fucking seats. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'll pick up a little extra money before school tomorrow. Yeah. That's a fucking problem. Luckily, I'd stepped all over this shit so fucking much. Basically, if you could get high on that, you're buying fucking dope in a bathroom. Um, here is, um, let's go over here to uh, William. William, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Um, racism aside, I mean, that's a far bigger issue, but I don't trust cops because where I live, uh, there's so many small towns and so many small bars. These cops are the biggest drunks and the abuser of drunk driving. Uh, it's amazing all the stuff that they start. In well, you come up, you, you've come up with a very good point that small town cops have probably ruined cops for us um, sometimes way more than city cops because a city cop you don't know, he don't know you, but a small town cop. They're, they basically, they know your family, and they know your background. Hmm. Oh, you're an asshole just like your brother, whatever. <laughs> All that kind of shit. And you come up with another thing about the drinking and driving, is that cops um, have had a history of this. And again, I'm not saying all of them, but there is a history of cops protecting their own. The same thing that they bitch about black people, about, oh, you're always on the side of the blacks. Cops might not always be on the side of white people, but cops have a tendency to be on the side of other cops. Where a cop gets fucking pulled over, does he get a ticket? No, because he's a cop. He shows his fucking badge. Oh, he's just going to pick up my daughter. That guy's going to get a break that no other citizen is going to get. So some of those problems... Uh, have been brought on by other cops. Now I'm gonna br I'm gonna agree with Gary in Philadelphia. Every fucking business has scumbags in it. Uh, there's scumbags lawyers and there's fucking great lawyers. There's scumbag accountants, great accountants. There's fucking people who run small businesses that are terrific people and other ones that'll burn you. We got to be very fucking careful before we start judging people that way. There's no scumbags in the radio business, is there, Mr. B? No. Well, the radio business is the best. Okay. They're the best people. Just checking. With Respect, only, Yeah, with only the best intentions. All right, good. I'm getting nervous. I will say this. People in the radio business yeah. have crossed the 18-year-old uh, line more than anyone else, <laughs> particularly guys that work overnights. I don't know, what I don't know anyone who's ever worked late nights <laughs> who hasn't gotten a blowjob from an underage girl <laughs> who thinks she's fucking in show business that night. Well, she got her song on. Um, here is, um, uh, Jojo in Philly. Jojo. What's up, man? I'm so sick and tired of them fucking throwing the race card around, like, whatever that Earl guy just called in and said, you know, it's because he was black. It's because, you know, you look at statistics, and then he doesn't even want to look at the facts saying that, you know, 
the reason they target black people is because they're they have a much higher crime rate. So instead of bitching and saying it's a you know it's a it's a race thing, the way they can get out of it is go to their race, spend the time and effort, and correct the problem. If, well, if, I, I'm you know, sure if that you I, can't uh, accuse this professor of not being a guy who. Uh, has risen above that, or the president of the United States. Where are you calling from, uh, JoJo? Philly. I'm going to have a cop run by you. He's going to be wearing a Rana Fez <laughs> shirt. He's going to fucking check you out. All right? <laughs> because your entire neighborhood smells like meth. You're just bacon, that's all. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. They're going to blow that fucking house up. Is what they're going to do. <laughs> they're not fucking chemists. They don't know what they're doing in that bathtub. Um, here, uh, is Jose in Illinois. Jose. Yeah, listen, um, uh, I'm a truck driver and obviously, um, Mexican descent and I get pulled over by the cops all the time. And what it comes down to is it's your responsibility to show the cop that you're not a threat. Once the cop or, or the border patrol, in my case, assesses that I'm not a threat, you know, they just do the business, whatever it is, and they let you go. You're cool. You're cool. You know? But the people, I mean, like, you know, my people being in the Southwest, I know we're a bunch of crooks. I know we're a bunch of thieves and all this other stuff. But like I said, you know, once the cop figures out you're not like that, they, you know, just let you go. Yeah, there's a certain amount of, of common sense. Fez brought it up earlier where they're the ones at that moment in the power. And I agree with that. You've got to do everything in your fucking power to let them know uh, this is a fucking cool situation. I got uh, pulled over once here in New York City, just a couple years ago, um, and as the cops were, you know, the cop was approaching the car, another one come up alongside and had his hand on his fucking holster. And I thought to myself, that fucking seems, you know, a little insane, but it's not like these guys haven't pulled people over and somebody comes up fucking blasting. Right. And I mean, I was just... At that fucking second, but all I saw was somebody just fucking grabbed just the fucking handle of his gun. He didn't pull it out or whatever, but he also came up on the passenger side when I was alone. It was a little bit of a fucking startling thing, but it was my fucking job to go, hey, what are you going to do? It was fucking yellow. I thought I'd fucking gun it. Hey, we're all, well, we're all in a bad situation here, aren't we? Let's all fucking calm the fuck down. And, you know, I, I didn't even get a fucking ticket for it. But these cops, they have pulled people over, and the person comes up blasting. They have fucking uh, showed up at houses and have somebody put a fucking kitchen knife in their neck. It happens. They probably had skamats. Uh Here is uh, Mike in New Jersey. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's, I don't see how this has to be a racial gig. I mean, you go on YouTube... You find a thousand videos of like people being tased. A million of them are white. In fact, they just the cops somewhere just tased a seventy-year-old white lady for just mouthing off to him. So Let me I tell you something. She didn't have her teeth in. Uh, who they end up fucking hitting with a taser normally turns into drunk people. And if I would have had a fucking taser in the bitter end last week, I'd have put it in the back of Dave's fucking neck. <laughs> oh, come on, you're blocking the aisle. The fucking waitress asked you eight times, stay out of the aisle. It's a rock show. What's a... If a cop tases him while he's drunk, I hope he's ready to clean up some piss. Because <laughs> the bladder is just going to let loose. Steve? 866 <laughs> 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 
866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, here is uh, Jeff. Jeff, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Yeah. Listen, I, my, my personal opinion on this whole thing with the guy Gates and uh, the police up in, um, up in Cambridge, I, I do think it was a racial thing. And I actually do think that President Obama was right when he basically said the police acted stupidly. His choice of words wasn't great. Maybe he should have said unprofessionally. But I don't see police arresting people in their own homes when they present ID uh, in that situation. And, and there's a lot of underlying racial stuff going on. That cop might have felt threatened, but it had to do with his racial biases. And not that I'm not saying that guy's a racist, but racial biases played into that whole situation. Let's just say this, Jeff. The president of the United States didn't have all the facts, and he picked well, one side. Now he picked, It doesn't matter. No, I, yeah, It does matter. I, I it fucking just, does matter because he's not commenting on what the cops did in Chicago, what the cops did in San Diego. It's going to be his, his job to fucking comment every time somebody gets pulled over? You don't do that no, when you're no, the president. I, I agree with you that perhaps he didn't need to weigh in on this, for sure. Yeah. But that doesn't but that doesn't change whether or not what he said is accurate or not. He doesn't have all the facts. How could he be accurate? None of us what have all the, the fucking the, facts the, the, and it's on the news. Listen, the fa- the facts are this guy was in his own home. He was agitated and maybe more agitated than he should have been, but the cop is and the cop was probably more agitated than he should have been, but the difference is this is a cop, and he's trained to deal with a pressure situation. And this particular pressure situation where there was a guy in his own home, he should have said, okay, look, it's a bad situation. I'm going to walk away from this because there's obviously nothing wrong here. No, I, I will agree that, that the fucking cop was in control of that. But we don't have all the fucking facts. There are peop- This thing would have ended up in court properly, and maybe the cop would have been fucking reprimanded for it. Maybe um, Gates would have been fucking reprimanded. But that needs to be looked at by a cooler head. We all don't need to fucking knee jump because we remember once we got fucking pushed around from a, by a cop and we're still pissed off about it. Particularly if we happen to be the president of the United States when the whole fucking country is tilting down like the Titanic. There's shit that he needs to be fucking working on. And one of the things he needs to be working on is uniting people. And he's trying to do it now with this fucking little beer bash. And it looks small town and stupid and time-wasting. He's fucking up. He's fucking up is what he's doing. He doesn't need to be doing this shit. Here's Mike in Kansas City. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, You know, man, this is one of the reasons why we have dashboard cams now. And when you get pulled over by a cop and we go do dare things at high schools, we tell kids, when you get pulled over, put your fucking hands on the steering wheel. You don't make a move to get your driver's license or do anything until we get to the car and ask you for it. Then you make a move, man. Being a cop's a rough job. You never know what you're going to walk into. And when you're asked to present ID, I don't care if you're the fucking pope walking out of a church. You present your ID when told to. All right, you know what? take his word for you, it. You know what's – no, it's fucking true. I know guys who think the smart thing to do is to get out of the car and start approaching a fucking cop. I have a fucking buddy who did this while he was on his cell phone. He's holding his cell phone. He's coming at the cop as the cop pulls him over. Now, the cop is normally running your fucking license at that point. If you've ever been pulled over, normally it takes a couple minutes for the cop because he wants to make sure he hasn't pulled over one of the fucking Manson family. 
My buddy comes running out of there. What is the problem, officer? He's got a cell phone in his fucking hand. And this was a few years back when cell phones are bigger. <laughs> fucking cop pops out of that fucking thing, ready to light him up. Ready to fucking play wet t-shirt party with him. You got to fucking chill the fuck out. You've been pulled over. Ease this son of a bitch till everybody gets back on the road. Then you start saying he's a motherfucker once he's out of fucking earshot. <laughs> That's when you drop the word pig, when he can't fucking hear you. Uh, J.D. in Atlanta. Yeah, back throughout the whole 90s, I was uh, a dealer on an interstate level. So that don't make you a bad person. No, no, it doesn't. I survived it. But I used to, anytime I had to make the trip to Dallas almost every month, and I'd always drive in a very conservative, I had a Grand Cherokee, dressed real preppy, throw a couple of bikes on top of the car. Never had any problem. I actually got pulled over a couple of times. But when I'm running around Atlanta, I had a 930 Turbo, and I would get pulled over probably at least once a week and questioned for whatever. And I never had any product on me when I was driving around the car. But I think their profile and uh, they do a little shorthand based on a cultural thing more so than just strictly on the basis of race. Um, yeah, I mean, the cops are fucking, they're looking for fucking bad guys. That's their jobs. That is their jobs. Here's Big E in Texas. Hey, E. What's up, Big All right, Big E? One time, oh, man, we had a hood. It was about six or seven of us. Police rolled up on us, jump out on us, tell, him he, tell us he know where to dope it. We all go to jail, and we uh, choose heads or tails, uh, the wrong, oh, you know what I'm saying, on the quarter. He's mm. flipping corners on us. Kids are tell. Kids, go to jail. Kids, you stay home. Everybody uh, come up wrong except the one who has the dope. All right, there you go. There you have it. 866. <laughs> Perfect. Ron was the DA in that town. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Mike in Halifax. Oh, hey, hey, Ronnie. Yeah, listen, obviously a lot of truck drivers out there, we got a lot of experience with cops, like traffic cops and shit like that. And, like, when I was younger, and I was really more than willing to share my legal opinions with cops and, and share all the knowledge I'd gotten from all the other drivers out here. And the one thing that I, that I learned about cops is, man, they, they hate having their intelligence insulted. And if you just, if you just cop to whatever they pinch you for, you know, whether it's a truck thing or a speeding ticket, if you don't just try and fucking argue with them and just, Admit that you got pinched, and they'll almost always, like, give you a break. And I, I can tell you probably, like, at least ten times in the last five years where a cop will be more than decent with me if I just don't fucking open my mouth. You know, just yes or no, sir. Uh, where, where do you live, Mike? I'm from Halifax. Well, let me tell you something about those Mounties. <laughs> uh, you can't fucking, uh, fucking insult their intelligence because they're fucking dopes with crazy red fucking coats on. But I will tell you a, a fucking Nova Scotia story. So me, I'm, I'm up there as a carny. Me, this fucking Indian kid, and two local fat girls. So we fucking walk them <laughs> further back towards the bay in the woods, kind of on the brink of the woods. But they're fucking local girls. So we're fucking passing the joint around and doing whatever we're doing. And... Um, the fucking cop comes back. So this Indian kid I'm with pops a joint in his mouth, starts to fucking swallow. Cop grabs his fucking windpipe, holds on to it. He said, I will crush, spit it out, I will crush your fucking windpipe. This kid would not fucking spit. <laughs> swallowed it. Swallowed that fucking <laughs> shit. So the cop is fucking furious, wants to know what we're doing. Well, and I think my line was, we're on a date. <laughs> 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 Two fuck 
fucking fat local girls, right? <laughs> so he goes, com. what are you doing on a date back here? Why don't you take them somewhere nice? I said, you get a load of these two? <laughs> I ain't fucking walking down the street. With these two fucking bumps. <laughs> this is something that happens in the woods, motherfucker. It's like that. Oh, goddamn, was he pissed. Hetero deliverance. Then what are you going to fucking do? What are you going to fucking do? Of course you're backing that because you're not overly proud of what you're doing. What are you doing walking around in the woods in a fucking red uniform? Dudley do-right motherfucker. Just everybody fucking give each other a little bit of space here. A little bit of space is all we're asking for. Um, here is Sean in North Carolina. Hey, boys. Yeah. Uh, you know, the majority of us don't go to a job every day where we might wind up dead. So when you have a run-in with a cop, show him a little latitude, take your lunch, and go on down the road. You know, I'll agree with that, but here's the thing. Why do we have, and I think even cops would admit, there is a certain percentage of bad cops, right? Why do we have this many when so many people want to be cops? I have the fucking guys. I tried it. I couldn't do it. They wouldn't let me. It just seems like it should be a little fucking tougher to get through. And again, are 90-some percent of the cops fucking good guys? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. There's no fucking doubt about it. But if you run into that one fucking guy, it's a pain in the ass. Particularly when you get into some of these small towns and there's a police force of three or four guys. They grew up in that fucking town. They're driving around fucking hassling the kids. And they're just making life a pain in the ass for everybody. And anyone who's ever lived in a small town has said, these cops are off the fucking rails. It happens. Um, let's go to uh, Ricky in Texas. Ricky, how are you, buddy? Ronnie B. sound like a million bucks. Hey, man, just, just to hit on that also, there are some bad cops. There's a there's a small percentage of them, but, you know, it also has to do with where you work. If you work in a, especially here in Texas, if you work in a part of town that's a predominantly Hispanic or predominantly white or predominantly black, yes, of course, 90% of the people you pull over and 90% of the people that you, you arrest are going to be black or Hispanic or wherever you work. It's not racial profiling. It's just statistics. Well, that's why. But th but seriously, there are educated people who say, you know what? That's why you need more black cops in black neighborhoods and you need more Spanish cops in Spanish neighborhoods because they're able to relate to the people. But as soon as you say that, some white guy doesn't get a job and then everybody starts to fucking cry again. At some fucking point, you have to be, the, the people have to feel somewhat represented. It doesn't look like it's somebody coming from the outside policing their neighborhood. That's what makes it a ghetto. That's what makes it no longer a community and people feeling like uh, they're living under a fucking police state. Because they don't know the cops. They don't fucking know them. They don't relate to them uh, at all. Uh, Stan, Stan, you're on manifest. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Ron, also, uh, no one seems to be bringing up the fact that people are prejudiced against police officers as well, too. You know, you could have... Doesn't Absolutely, matter I brought are, that you know, up. There's prejudice against that, so why don't you say, you know, hey, I'm prejudiced against you. It's the same thing. So, no, I brought that I, up. I, I think we all are. Just like when I start telling cop stories, I'm not going to fucking tell a great cop story when a cop fucking came over the house and was fantastic, you know? I'm not going to come over when and say, oh, when I was away on vacation, the fucking, you know, cops chased somebody away. That's not a great story. 
People don't repeat the fucking uh, stories that are okay. They repeat the ugly stories. And that's where prejudice comes from. Just in the same way, if someone's gonna not going to make a big deal about black kids doing something good, that's not going to fucking help them. That's not going to... You, you tell that uh, party, at a, uh, that story at a dinner party, people fucking walk away from you. Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, we do have to uh, break here. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Lots to talk about uh, that we haven't uh, picked up on so far, including an Ichiban. About Miss Sarah Palin. She's no longer governor. You may be able to hear her on the radio very soon. It's the Ron Fez Show. Yeah, buddies, this is the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Yeah, I brought this uh, story up, Fezzy. Uh, Sarah Palin's people are now looking into her uh, getting a radio syndication deal and being the uh, new Rush Limbaugh. For some reason, everybody on the right wants to uh, be Rush Limbaugh. Now, they they just think, people think they can just walk in and start doing a daily radio show. Well, that she type they can. She couldn't make it through a Katie Couric interview. Well, she'll be controlling things. What she needs to do is one of the, get a little gravelier in her voice and do one of those midday music shows that you usually hear female disc jockeys doing. What do you say? Only fucking pussy works the middays? I'm to give you a fucking slap right now. I don't know. I think uh, she's got a name. Other people have done it. Ollie North have done it. You know, you're not. You're only trying to entertain a certain amount of people, and you could do the same show uh, over and over and over to those people. You know, they just want to hear uh, right, good, left, bad every single day. But what bothers me about it is, you were a governor. Why would fucking working in radio be helpful to you? You were going to be. The uh, somebody running for president of the United States, because I will guarantee you, talking off the cuff, uh-huh. her fucking political ambition is destroyed after that. Oh, yeah. She's... They will pull everything she's ever said. Yeah, she cannot do it. It's, it's not. I mean, they may give her a deal, but I can't imagine that lasting very long. No, I'm not talking about I think that she could do a show. I don't know why you're one of the few people I've ever met who thinks that radio was hard. Uh, most people know that anyone listening, if you gave them a mic, they'd probably be able to do it. The point is, she's going to say plenty of shit that's going to go on record and will destroy her political career. Her radio career could go on forever. My point is, so what? Who fucking cares? How many bums are in radio? You had a chance to be president of the United States. You fucking don't care. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. This kind of ruins stuff for um, talk radio. Uh, the Hawaii officials have reconfirmed that that is President Obama's birth certificate. The official who examined the document uh, made the terse statement saying, I've seen the original vital records maintained on, on vial. Barack Obama 
was born in Hawaii and is a natural-born American citizen. Hopefully, this will slow down my spam mail because I get fucking 15 of these things a day telling me that he's not. I don't think it's going to go away. This is going to be his version of that thing where the Clintons had people murdered, where there was an email every week about Hillary putting a pillow over someone's face in the middle of the night. So no matter what happens, the people who want to believe that he's not a citizen. First of all, if anybody was going to do this work, and I'm sure that they did because the rumors were around, it was the people in charge of the McCain campaign. They would have been on this so fucking fast. Or even before that, the one person who would have done it is Hillary. I Mm -hmm. guarantee you Hillary looked into these goddamn things. But they would not go away. People would not stop talking about it. And I I believe that there could be some cover-ups. But they had the birth announcement in in the Hawaii paper 47 years ago. Who the fuck would go back 47 years to set this up? Maybe someday this Kenyan baby will be able to be president of the United States. This is why it's very difficult to talk to some of you people. You don't fucking pay attention to common sense. All right, you don't like him. But it doesn't mean that he got sent here 47 years ago. Under a lie. It's just ridiculous to keep doing this. Let's stop talking about it. The worst thing about this is people who believe he's not an American citizen, their group is called birthers. It just, I, it's the worst name ever for a gr- the birthers. Now, do they call them, they, do they get called that or do they call themselves that? I think, I think it's both. I See, think, I, th- I think it's like teabaggers. Uh-huh. You know, those guys started getting called teabaggers like they're sucking on balls. They didn't fucking make up that name. It just sounds like you're dropping a kid in the middle of a field. You're a birther. Uh, Justin in Colorado. Hey, Justin, I, I mean, uh, Ronnie, I listened to a radio show last night with uh, Jerome Corsi. He uh, runs that World Net Daily. This story ain't going anywhere. He's yeah. even more fired up than before now, now that this uh, statement came out. Yeah, they love this story. And what it gives them is an opportunity to waste fucking time. I understand her hating the government. I fucking get it. But let's hate him for the right fucking reasons. Let's use a little common sense and stop looking like, at, like stupid people. Uh, I was uh, looking at a thing today in the Daily Beast, uh, which is the online uh, thing, where a Republican was saying, I'm losing my party to nuts. We used to be the Republican Party, and the nuts are taking us over. And if you really look back to, like, the Barry Goldwater-type Republicans, there were a lot of interesting, good ideas in that party that have been slowly, slowly uh, being handed over to the religious uh, right, and nutty fucking fringe groups. It's got to fucking stop. They need their own fucking party of nuttiness and leave the Republicans alone. Well, it all went to flag pins and freedom fries and uh, birth certificates. Um, here is uh, Avery, Avery in Tennessee. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fez. I was going to say the right should, uh, they should embrace Barack Obama not being born in the United States. That way they can get the Terminator to run in 2012 and well, try those cocktails. Well, here's an interesting point. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger cannot run for president of the United States. Right. He can be governor of California. Does anyone here think that um, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger is not a loyal citizen and that if he somehow became president of the United States, he would turn us over to Austria. I think it's insane not to let the man run. I think it's fucking flat out nutty to act like somebody that got accepted by the United States as a citizen shouldn't have all the same rights and privileges of the people who were born here. If anything, Arnold fucking worked for his. He came in with with nothing but a fucking wife beater on his back and uh, two bags of fucking barbells. Literally had nothing but a fucking big gap-tooth smile and a funny haircut and made himself into a successful fucking entrepreneur, actor, became governor of California... He's probably more American than 99% of the people fucking listening in terms of what America stands for, what all the possibilities are. Uh, You might not agree with his politics, but I don't think that anybody would say that he is a foreign agent. I think it's fucking embarrassing to act like he would do that. And I also think it's embarrassing not to give the citizens of the United States... A fucking um, a, a chance to vote for the person that they want. If everybody wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger, let's see what he can do. But it's fucking embarrassing. This bullshit. And I'm, I will not use the word birthers, Fez. I'm not. That's ever, what they are. I'm not going to go there. Here's a bunch of big birthers. Here's a frightening, frightening Ichiban. Ichiban. <laughs> Al Gore has done something to the weather. I don't know what it is. I don't know what he's fucking done. But the uh, city of Chicago, the city of the cupcake wars, uh, and 15 shot last night. It's not going to end. It's not going to end until Molly's is on the top. But um, Chicago has had its coldest July in 66 years. It's been something like 68 degrees tops in Chicago for a month. We barely, parts of the country are barely tasting summer this year. We're almost in August. Oh, yeah. And we, I think we had our first 90 degree day or second 90 degree, degree day in uh, in New York City. New York City should be unbearable with the heat in the summer, as should Chicago. Yeah. Chicago invented, it's so hot, old people die. I don't know what happens there. But when it gets normally, you'll get those stories in Chicago. Old people are dying from the fucking heat. This year, Al Gore, I don't know whether he dropped a little pellet into the North Pole. I don't know what he's done, but he's but he's somehow made it a, a, a freezing cold summer. I don't know if it's a, you know bad for the long run, but oh my gosh, I'm going to take as many of these Al Gore summers as I can get. You like this, huh? This is perfect. Well, you're not, and I, a, and I don't mind a really cold winter either. Well, you're not a swimmer. Uh, you re, you like a cold winter? Yeah, I like getting the snow. I like all that. Well, I mean, snow is one thing. I'm talking about beyond. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about those Minnesota under zero winters. You don't like those. Oh, I'll take that. If it means getting this summer, I will totally take that. This is the very best possible. I would rather have, you know, a very nice, enjoyable summer and a bitter winter well, you don't, than do it the other way around and have a uh, have a mild winter. Well, you don't swim, you don't boat, you don't go near the beach. You're not a summer person. As a matter of fact, you say you like cold weather, but you also stay in your apartment then. Your your weather 
is 68 degrees because you've said it there, Mr. Freeze. No matter what. Fez doesn't. Uh, I've also been in his apartment in the winter. Freezing. Freezing in there. Do not the turn winter. on the heat. Won't do it. He doesn't want to sweat. I agree with Fez. I mean, not to that extreme, but I like a nice 58 degrees. I think everyone likes that. The children yeah. don't. When you're a kid, you want to be in a fucking pool. You want to be at the beach. You guys have turned into old ladies. Go to a heated pool. A heated pool? Go for it. It's 2009. I don't know if I've <laughs> ever enjoyed so a heated in pool. Salt water for you anyway. don't like a heated pool either? No, I don't. It just it feels like there's piss. <laughs> that's just strange. I mean, that's the warm, that's the warm feeling that comes out of water when someone uh, lets loose in there. What's wrong with that? Um, here is uh, Chris. Chris in Buffalo. Ronnie. Yeah. What's up? What can I do? Yeah, out here, out here in Buffalo, coldest since they've been keeping records. Coldest summer we've had. Yeah, I heard the same thing from uh, Lily in Rochester. She said uh, she did not get a summer at all this year. Well, you I mean, you want a little summer. You want four yeah. seasons. You have a month. Um, here is uh, Desert Rat in Arizona. Hey, guys. I just wanted to let those guys in the cold places know. I'll give them about 20 degrees of our weather if they want. Uh, how hot are you guys getting in Arizona? Uh, it was 118 yesterday with about 40% humidity. Now, how do you live? What do you do? You stay inside? No, I actually work outside. I mean, I think the hottest I've ever been in my life, like in a natural thing, was like 105. And the, the heat was coming. I was in a car. The heat was coming through the air conditioning vents. It was fucking frightening. I can't imagine when it, 118 is beyond what I can understand. Now, when you were in Vegas no, a couple years ago, it was hit. Uh, a big heat. The highest was 118, and it was it was totally insane. You would go in the shade, and you would still get destroyed. Like you were roasting. Shade doesn't exist once you get that hot. Yes, there is shade. I mean, but it does no good. Okay, but let's not say it doesn't well, exist. There were yeah, shadows. Easy enough to shade. But it it was um, shade I, doesn't mean cool. Mean shade. I almost, I felt, I, I, I passed out like once. Well, your honeymoon pictures, you look like a blowfish that was kicked up on a dock. <laughs> you look like you're about to explode. I, I was constantly spraying the sunblock, even though it, it didn't do it. I wasn't burning. It was just the heat. Here's Casey and the blister she married. Uh, Eric in Minnesota. Hey, Ron and Fez. How are you doing? Good. Um, yeah, Fez, uh, Minnesota winters aren't that great. It hits like 25 below with 40 Low wind chill. Yeah, Fez has never been anything like that. I think the coldest Fez has ever been is in the 20s. We've I don't think you've ever been down to zero, have you? Uh, no, no, I've never been to zero. It, it's just unbearable. I mean, if we had one year, one night last year where it fucking hurt. I got out of the cab and started to walk to my fucking house. It was like 15 yards, and I fucking physically hurt. By the time I got inside, it felt like somebody was just fucking peeling off my skin. <laughs> so that doesn't work either. Uh, but uh, you grew up in Florida. You hate the heat. Yes, I, I, yeah, I grew up in Florida. My dad would never turn the air conditioning on. It was hotter inside than it was outside. And God is my witness. I'll never sweat like that again. Some people hate the air conditioner. Some people are like... Wow. Uh, Air conditioning makes you sick, and it's the worst thing. My mom falls into that. 
Really? Yeah, I have to fucking constantly call up my parents and go like this. Just for me, sleep in it tonight. Just put the air conditioner on and sleep in I had to fucking talk to them like I'm trying to talk them down from a ledge. Please just don't fucking lay there and sweat all night. I love the AC. Some people hate it. I don't put it on until it hits 80, though. Now, do you and your chick have the same kind of thermostat? Does she like it colder at night no, than she you? No, she likes a typical woman. She likes she can she likes it a lot warmer. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't sleep in anything above 70 degrees. I can't do it. I know. A right. woman, here's what you need. You need separate blankets. It's, <laughs> we the, have them. The sharing blanket thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because women are so, there's something fucking wrong with them where they heat up all the time. You got to say, I'm going to leave a couple quilts for you. Don't fucking try to touch it with me. It's July. I want to sleep inside a freezer. I want to sleep next to meat. And, but then she's guilted me that it's going to be bad for the babies. So I just sit there in bed like Nick Cage in the beginning of Raising Arizona. Just like fucking sitting That's in a That's the cot. worst fucking feeling. Like what uh, is going on with I my mean, life? How can you sweat laying down? You're not doing anything. It seems fucking insane. Where the only coolness you get is if you roll over into your own sweat puddle on your sheets. No, that's not And cool. I don't even have cool sheets. <laughs> that's that's Seriously, that just fucking gross. Me out. I it's know where, horrible. I know where your stink comes from now. <laughs> you're fucking, you're sitting and you're uh, basting in your own stink. And we, we we also have cotton sheets, like really warm, like flannelish cotton. You need summer sheets. All right. Uh, I know you guys are cartoon guys. You'll watch The Family Guy. Uh, Fox will not air the partial terms of endearment episode of uh, Family Guy. Uh, apparently, this is some abortion episode that they have. I think it might have even been shown at Comic-Con, uh, where the kids hooted it and howled, and they were all happy about it. But Fox has actually said this to the producers. They can distribute it any way they want. We got no problem. Another network wants to pick it up? Uh-huh. Fine. You want to sell it as a DVD? Okay. Just keep it off of Fox. <laughs> uh it's very, very funny because I've brought up, and I cannot call myself a fan because I don't watch it enough, but South Park is, without a doubt, the edgiest, smartest show on TV, bar none. Sometimes they're, but they are, cartoons are now shock jocks. Shock jocks are fucking neutered and, and thrown onto, uh, off the terrestrial airwaves. <laughs> And cartoons are the edgy ones, but they seem like they take a lot less heat than Shock Jocks ever did. Oh, yeah. And, well, I don't understand the whole Fox's problem with the abortion episode. Well, but I they mean, don't want to fucking lose advertisers. Yeah, but, I mean, they're going to have other shows on Fox that, like, I'm sure there are abortion issues that would come up on the show House or some other Fox show. Well, Why does this make it different? Just because it's a cartoon. And it's probably comedic. It's probably a comedic look. I haven't seen it yet. Uh-huh. But here's why they... And I talk to you about this all the time. When the people target this show, and they will, they won't just target Family Guy. They're going to do the Fox things, Fox News, whatever movies they're involved in. 20th Century Fox, I guess, is that still a, uh, a thing? Whatever yeah, so. you do, they'll go after it. So in the case, if Fox said, look, 
if you don't like it, yank your advertising from this one show. Fox could probably live with that. But now they are doing something before people even protest it because they know the protests are going to get bad. And not only that, it's costing them money because they're saying to the producers, we don't want to lose you. You know what I mean? Uh We don't want you to think that we don't care about you. So go out and make money with it elsewhere. Even though Fox paid for this. This is the kind of, in my opinion, it's the scariest type of censorship of all. That's that self-censorship of trying to guess what is going to piss off the special interest groups before you even say it. It's hypocritical because now a bunch of people are going to be buying the DVD so you are essentially supporting the you're financially supporting Fox is financially supporting people to purchase this this episode. Right, but what they're trying to also do is use that money of to protect the rest of their assets. And this is what those fucking groups and glad is one of them, Fez, do to the fucking to people's speech. It's a we're crazy right now. It's minority report. It's beyond Minority Report. It's Majority Report. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that uh, Minority Report, I tried to rewatch it the other day. It's just fucking awful. I'll watch it every time it's on. It's the one Tom Cruise movie I'll watch. There couldn't be any worse CGI than the car driving scene. (laughs) Those things are... It it looks like you're watching a movie and now a cartoon has come on. (laughs) It's fucking unbearable. Oh, man. It's absolutely unbearable. Uh, By the way... Uh, and I don't know what this movie is. I know Kevin Nealon plays the dad. But there is some new CGI E.T. ripoff <laughs> fucking movie coming out this weekend where they rip off the E.T. voice to all the way down to almost Elliot, like trying to repeat words. Uh-huh. But the funny thing is the CGI looks so much worse than the stuffed animal from 19-fucking-83. That stuffed animal you were willing to believe was an alien. The CGI looks like the kids are hugging a cartoon. Uh, It's just like old Yoda versus new Yoda. Old Yoda was a million times better. And it was a puppet. Yeah. A puppet was fucking better than the CGI. That's what bums me out. And that's why I'm kind of, uh, and people have uh, actually called me a hypocrite for saying I'm looking forward to the James Cameron thing. But just the fact that, he says that this is going to change everything. I'm so fucking curious to see what this Avatar movie is. Aliens in the Attic is this new... That's it. Yeah. I only saw one spot for it. They're dressed up like ninjas. Try to find the trailer, and you will hate it. I mean, and even imagine being a little kid and saying, if you wanted to take your kids to this or show them the DVD of E.T. Because... Beyond the fact that it looks like it's, you know, obviously piss poor writing, um, you will uh, just despite put the sound up. You got everything else off there? Yeah. The Pearsons were on the oh, here they are, just a regular family. little suburban family. But there's there's, there's Kevin Nealon from Bridgeport. Checked in first. <laughs> Look how fake that thing looks. Doing the E.T. bit right yeah, there. Yeah. Right. The, him and the little girl screaming. He's traveled the universe to Looks so terrible. Perfect home, but he's not alone. Where did they come from? They came from upstairs. Hello, humans. We come in pieces. Peace. 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 Peace.
He's on our side. The other three? Huh? Not so much. Skip. Ew. Spike. Bring it, puny human. And Razor. Yeah, say hello to my little friends. This year, an entire fleet of those guys are about to invade. Everyone, gear up. One family will come together. Uh, cover me. With the rake. For the biggest adventure. This isn't even the one that. This isn't even the trailer I saw. The 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 friendly one really rips off ET. Embarrassing. And high school musicals. And doesn't the CGI look terrible? Awful. And Agency Enterprises present. And it's Home Alone now, where yeah. they're setting up traps. Meets Gremlins. Game over. Gremlins, Home Alone, E.T. E.T. Trifecta. A little Matrix. Sure. We haven't seen that. Well, that makes it not another one of those teen movies as well. <laughs> Matrix effects, crotch shot. And cliche from Scarface. <sighs> no one's writing in Hollywood. No. No, they're not. Uh, I, I wish they would have shown the E.T. ripoff one that I saw last night. Uh, Adam in Connecticut. Hey, guys. Um, one thing I want to touch on that I thought was really interesting. A while back, I was watching Comedy Central, and they had, like, an unedited stand-up routine at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was so blown away that I actually wrote Comedy Central. And come to find out, anybody on cable can show anything they want. But yeah. like you said, they're all self-censoring. Well, what they'd rather do is show fucking infomercials. And now infomercials of a dead man screaming about something. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Ken from Portland says that uh, Al Gore uh, hates hipsters. Portland is going to hit 107 today. There's something wrong. I know people don't want to believe, but the earth is spinning off its axis. Part of it is freezing. The other part is burning. We've become the moon. We are now the moon. You're going from sub-freezing <laughs> to boiling in seconds. Well, it seems uh, very tranquil. Because of the sea of tranquility? Yeah. I'm going to choke you for that. <laughs> By the way, you're destroying Fez in the beard contest. Well, I had a penalty last week. I lost the candy quiz about candies around the world. I lost that competition, so I had to start over. But this beard, a week later, it's coming on strong for Battle of the Beards too. Oh, Battle of the Beards 2. This time, no one cares. <laughs> Battle of the Beards 2. <laughs> so dull, you're going to ignore it. Battle of the Beards 2. By Super Bowl, I will have caught and passed up Dave. <laughs> was that a picture of Fez's beard? That was, yeah, your, was... that was your beard in the old days, Fez. Yeah, that was Thanksgiving. That was about halfway through Battle of the Beards wow! 1. Wow! That was Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Um, yeah, and speak, just speaking of beers and, and craziness, Chuck Wagon, Fez's nemesis, Fez's arch nemesis, uh, posted a video about uh, some of the pictures that he has with Fez. Fez hates that. I despise it. And pictures, he there was one picture that I stopped on my Thanksgiving to pose for. Right, and you would think it would just be in photograph form? Right. No, you have to see this I, video. I, I don't want to see the video. Is it terrible? Is it going to make Fez fuck? Fez is having a great show today. 
Fez has had his best first hour in a long, long time. It would make him uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie to you. So it's it's your call, but it would make him uncomfortable. I thought Chuck Wagon cried and went away forever. That's what I was no. hoping. He's back, Fez. Should I take it? Should I get rid no, of it? No, nobody. Oh, here wants. we go. Here. Now, just turn it up. Do you want to say it, Fez? I'll maybe, leave it up to you, but I don't. Maybe he should I can't leave, fucking. Maybe if he leaves the room. So I can just show Ron because we might have to do I something don't about want, this. I, well, I don't want to do anything about it. <laughs> I want to fucking ignore it. I don't even get the fucking point. Okay. How long is the video? It's a minute. It seems too long. Minute 20. I can't imagine what he would have to say for a minute. Do you want to hear what he has to say or no? I'll listen to it. I'll look at this. Mug. Magic mug. Is that the magic mug? Showing up pictures of Fez. Oh, 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 no, no. That's the postal. Is that the magic mug? Oh, no, no, no. That's the poo plate. Got play the Fez. Oh, where's the magic mug? Where is it? Where's the... Oh, oh, there's the magic mug. What does Magic Mug do? Oh, it sits there. Also proud. Oh, so black and proud. Yes. Oh, Magic Mug. Watch this, kids. Oh. Huh? Huh? Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> black mug there. Oh, magic mug. You make me so happy. Oh, let's take... Oh, whoa, look at him. Yeah. Oh, magic mug. You're going to be so happy in your new family. Yes, you will, magic mug. Yes, you will. I don't get it. Uh, what an a, absolute retard. He had a portrait of Fez, then he had a plate made of Fez, and then a black mug that when he poured hot water into it, it turned into Fez's face on the mug. This is a guy you only met one time? I met him once. Did he act like a lunatic then? Uh, he acted like he was like, like he kept saying thank you, thank you, thank you for the photo. So yeah, like an overzealous lunatic. But this is just stupid. I mean, this, this is, is a- absolutely ridiculous. This was a Jodie Foster that, shrine. Then I know on runfest.net he tried to say, no, my stalker thing is just a bit. It's just a gimmick that I do. He's got posters of me and plates of me in his house. What a fucking retard. It's, I don't get it. Fez, I'll protect you from this guy. I don't need protection from this fat ass. Well, the weird thing is, uh, you know, we've always uh, hung out with people and tried to be friends with people. And and don't you think most of the time people have been cool about yeah, it? Absolutely. I don't know why the guy's got to fucking keep doing it to you. That guy's a, he's an absolute moron. I just thought he shouldn't was, be able to live on his own. I thought it was a little bit disturbing, the repeating of Magic Mug and ooh. Well, the whole thing makes no sense at all. I don't get it. There's nothing to get. It's you know, it's a, it's a. So why show it? It's a scary thing because it it's scary. Where think, did you get it from? Uh, Roughheads.net. It's on thread. So you don't even post on there anymore, Fez? I you I, done with them? I haven't posted in a few days, to be honest. 
But I mean, you know, why go there and look at this stuff? I don't know. It makes no sense to me. Your head was on a plate. Yes, with Winnie the Pooh characters. <laughs> that guy is just freaking insane. But I mean, if I just, I, I've never met him, but listening to it, he does sound fucking crazy. And it's not really magic, just so you know. That's just a regular mug. Yeah, I kind of figured that out myself. I don't oh. know whether this guy thinks he's scaring me, like by putting up a Fez shrine in his house. I just wanted to alert you that it's definitely not like a magic thing. You can do that. You can have a, a temperature-based So mug. will you not even go to Turkey uh, Trot this year? No, I'll go to Turkey Trot this year, and what I'll do is I'll run it. That way there's no chance of seeing Chuck Wagon there. Andy in Cleveland. Hey, Faz, you got to be careful, man. Uh, I think we all heard about Kumia having somebody show up at his house, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, you know. Yeah, get this. Your, get, your dead, get your deadbolt checked. Yeah, um, I'm not going to worry about it. This guy is. He's just nuts. And I'm not. he's not even anyone I'm going to give any concern to. I don't think he would have the nerve to show up anywhere. I'm sure he won't be at the turkey trot this year. He would be too well, afraid of running into me. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely get yourself a better bodyguard than ESD. Come on. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's just a fucking uh, joke. It's just a joke. It's, uh, you know. Well, you know, it's easy enough. It's easy enough to handle. I'll just turn this over to security. Good. We have a fine security staff here at SiriusXM. I'll just turn it over to Bruce. Good, Fess. In terms of that, yes, no one's ever going to get in here. Not even guest. Uh -huh. <laughs> Not even guest can get through. I'll send him the link, Fez. When we tried to turn around Crosby, Still, turn away Crosby, Stills, and Nash, mm -hmm. because David Crosby wouldn't take off his sunglasses. <laughs> take him off. Well, how do you know the man isn't blind? That's a red flag, I guess. I don't know. Sunglasses? Mm. Well, I guess they weren't big, uh, I don't know, music fans. Tom in Brooklyn, you're on a Fez. Hey, boys. Yeah. Fezzy. Don't worry about this guy, all right? They're just trying to scare you in the studio. He's no uh, threat to you. You do your turkey trot and... Uh... I'm going to do everything I want to, but I'll tell you what. Security here is going to find out about it. No. I'll tell him about it That's as soon it. as the show's over. And honestly, none of us are trying to scare him because we don't even know this guy. I mean, he, he never comes to New York, right? No, he doesn't, uh, but... I'm like Davey's trying to scare him. I'm not trying to scare Fez. I'm trying to make Fez aware. I mean, what, am I supposed to hide from Fez? But I, I have already sent Master Joe the link. Okay, good then. Fezzy, we love you, baby. Thanks, pal. Uh, James, James and Merlin. Yeah, uh, Fez, you don't want to do the whole security type thing because you're going to sound like that guy on Fox News. Whenever, uh, you know, the Keith Olbermann callers call in, he turns them over to Fox News security. Oh, yeah. No, it isn't Bill O'Reilly. It's the guy who uh, hosts there. And he, he doesn't get, he gets harassed. Uh, I mean, it's the guy who's their anchorman. And he gets harassed oh. by the regular people who enjoy the commentary shows. Uh-huh. Is it uh, Shepard Smith? Yeah, that's it. And then when the news comes on, he does uh, his news as, as much as he can in the middle. And it just infuriates everybody because <laughs> it goes against, I guess, what they've been saying the rest of the day. No, here's the thing. I have a security department at my disposal here. That's what this, That's what they're sitting there for, among other things. Um, yeah, and also to make Unmasked really uncomfortable. 
All of you turn over your badges now. <laughs> and all of you take the elevator back down together. Can't we at least have two or three elevator rides? Do we have to shove that many people in the elevator at the same time? Oh, you know, I'm very considerate but with this elevator bank here. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's like four or five people, I'm like, all right, you go. I'll wait for the next one. Well, that's better. But then when I go into my elevator, seven, eight people fall behind me. Everybody went shit in with go, you. Didn't you see what I just did? Yeah. Now, why don't you do the same? Yeah, you don't really need to cloud. We, we've got like six banks. There's yeah. no reason to stuff one elevator. There's eight. Is there really? Yeah. Well, two aren't working. <laughs> um, Fezzi, this could be scary for you. Two weeks away from American Idol audition, still no Paula Abdul. No As de- a major deal. Yeah, no deal for Paula Abdul as of yet. And the audition shows are coming up. Uh, here's what's going to happen. Paula Abdul will not be back to American Idol. She is not going to re-sign. They've got that other chick, Kara, that they can use as the female judge. It'll go back to three judges. Then, here's what'll happen. They will make a big deal next season. Not this coming season, but the next season. She's back! And it's Paula Abdul returns to American Idol after a season off. Radio Psychic. Radio Psychic. There, Fez Watley just gave it to you, ladies and gentlemen. That's the whole gimmick they're running. They're letting Nutsy take a, a year off. She's not going to re-sign. She'll be back. And that'll be the big twist for, you know, this coming season and the next season. Well, if that's the angle, she doesn't know it. <laughs> she <laughs> has no idea that's an angle. Uh, going to break here. Uh, plenty to come up on the show. And, Fez, you said you had some game you wanted to play with. It's called what? Synonymous. All right. Uh, how's that work? Synonymous is, it's like, all right, this this person is synonymous with what? So if you, like, mention, like, a serial killer, what name is just synonymous with serial killer? From me, Charlie Manson. Jeffrey Dahmer. Ted Bundy. See, I'm probably wrong. Probably mm-hmm. he's not even a serial killer. And yet when I hear serial killer... I always think Manson. Right. That's the whole thing about synonymous. It may not be the greatest uh, person in that field. All right. Let's let's not run me down. Or the best. Uh, I still think he's the best. I mean, he had chicks. The other ones didn't. But what's going to be that common response? What person? What would have been for you? Uh, I would have gone with Hicks with Bundy. All right. So Hicks is the big winner. I'm the biggest fucking loser. I hate synonymous. (laughs) We'll come back and play this. It's the Ron and Fez show. Just take it easy, man. I'm perfectly calm, dude. Yeah, waving the fucking gun around? Calmer than you are. Will you just take it easy? Calmer than you are. Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I was looking uh, down on uh, Arctic Monkeys is not today, right? They're not going to be in the big studio today? No. What day is that? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't. Find out. Do we know if they're going to perform, though? I'll get in touch with Liam. Because I know a couple bands came through early this week, and they I thought they were performing, they didn't. Like who? Rancid. See, everyone should have to perform down there. Yeah, they th- are performing studios. Yeah, well, I mean, Wilco didn't get the big fishbowl. They just came in and did, like, a little, you know, interview with a couple acoustic guitars. Surprised that they ain't get the big thing. Alright, we're about to uh, play uh, Fez's brand new game show, which is called what? Synonymous. Synonymous. <laughs> da, 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 da. Synonymous. Ba, ba, da, da. Synonymous. Ba, ba, da, 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 da. 
Synonymous. I'm not going to do this all day, Fezzi. I gave you a lot. I gave you a whole lot. I hate to interrupt, but I was just on Ronfez.net, and Dr. Joe K posted that Chuck Wagon will be at the Christmas party. At the Ronfez.net Christmas, Christmas party. At the Ronfez.net Christmas party, because he hasn't shown up to New York City. Dr. Joe K says he's going to be there. Good. You know what? Good. I hope Chuck Wagon comes to the Ron Fezdan at Christmas party. And you know what, Dr. Joe K., you're another one of the big fucking problems on RonFez.net. I hope you both come to the Christmas party. I would love to see Dr. Joe K. and Chuck Wagon both walk through the door of the Christmas party this year. I'd hey, love to see it. You know what, Fez? If they do, we're going to fucking stomp them. Me. Boy. Another ruined Christmas. Stanley <laughs> and String. This is, hey, this will finally be Battle of the Beards. Finally, if you guys tag team. Just saying. That's what's going to happen. We will fucking kick the shit out of them. Good. Period. We will, like it's uh, American History X. I'll do what I can. I'll be right there with you because I cannot stand these guys. They ruin RonFez.net. They absolutely ruin well, it. Well, they just ruin it for you. They don't ruin it maybe for everybody who's on there. I think they do. Okay. I think they destroy the entire site, Ron. Oh. It doesn't matter, Fez. Show up. Go ahead. Yeah. If, if this is your big thing, we'll be at the Christmas party, then fucking show up. Do it. Let's get our Doc Martens on right now. You ought to get your Mary Martens on, you big fucking pixie. What? Uh, and, Mooch, don't take that the wrong way. That's also an American thing. Uh, Travis, uh, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Oh, what's going on, boys? I need to know what the best strip club to go to in Tampa is. Oh, Synonymous. Uh, if I was to play Synonymous, uh-huh. uh, first of all, it it's uh, what would you say, Fuzz? I'd say Mons Venus. And that's not the best, but that is the place. <laughs> that that's is... the experience. Uh, but probably Dollhouse, right? Yeah, Dollhouse do- is still popping. Yeah, it's right around the corner from Mons Venus. It's just off of Dale Mabry. Do them both in the same day. Yeah. Uh, Dollhouse well, for Pretty Girls, Mons Venus for I Can't Fucking Believe I'm Here. That <laughs> woman's water broke on stage. Uh, oh, my God. But Mons Venus is the famous one. Totally nude, totally rough. And the girls have to get off the stage to play the jukebox. <laughs> now you're still all fired up. Your face is still all red. I'm fucking pissed. Forget that. We're playing. It's Christmas. We're playing. A, it's not Christmas. It's good. It's not be. even fucking August what, yet. We got four months. We can't wait for Christmas now. All right, tough guys. Let me just explain to you this: how this is going to work. The internet tough guys are not going to show up to face you. It's not going to happen. I like to see you don't have them. to worry about try it. it. They're though. top of the invite list. Mm. You gonna talk to Smack? Feel the whack. Uh, that's not even up. Well, it's like a rhyme. It's not even up. Uh, cooler heads are coming in this week, though. Leader is going to be here. Yeah. And also Mikey Boy. Are they coming in as a team? Is that how it works? Or is it one hour each? Um, no, um, well, Mikey Boy is going to be showing up a little bit earlier. And then, My, and Mikey then Boy was scheduled. Yeah. Right. And, and then, then Leader, we had to fit a day in. Leader so. bandwagoned. And, then, and Leader will be showing up a little bit later. Well, Leader had a thing of any day, but Mikey was already previously yeah. scheduled. Yeah, Friday's right, Mikey let's day. Let's play your new game show, Fez. It's just for us for, on the... 
team because there's no way to win. Yeah, I mean, we're no... not, I see a bunch of callers want to play this. Yeah, there's no right answer. It's just synonymous. It's like, all right, if you were given something we mentioned before, like serial killer, what name do you think is just synonymous with serial killer? We're not looking for the greatest serial killer I, of all time. My answer is Ted Bundy. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Manson. <laughs> Who wins, Fez? Manson. It's oh, obviously Manson, <laughs> right? No, come on. Come on. This I'll see I just said there's no wrong answers. I'll see you at Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> Ron's in third place. This is an awesome game. All right, let's play this fucking game. Whatever it is, once and out. That's it. <laughs> I know I hate this game. All right, what name is synonymous with the term quarterback? I would say Johnny Unitas. Joe Montana. For me, Manning. Manning. I forgot Which how one? young you were. <laughs> Which one? Eli, you fucking yeah, Eli. homer. <laughs> what is it, Fez? I thought Joe Montana. All right, everybody. <laughs> Wait, so then that's me. I'm in first, Ron's in third. Wait, now Stanley's we're in second. This, the, name said... of, the name of this game should be Guess the Mind of a Maniac. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Being Fez Malkovich. All right, what, na uh, what name comes to mind? What name is synonymous with doctor? Jonas Salk. Uh, Cliff Huxtable. What the fuck? Kevorkian. Famous doctor. I was saying, thinking Spock. Doctor <laughs> Spock, the baby doctor. All right, no winners. <laughs> no winners in Guess the Mind of a Maniac. All right, what name is synonymous with coach? John Wooden. Uh, Ernie Pantuzo. A TV show coach. Vince Lombardi. Shit, I'm going for TV. All right, I thought, all right. You, you, Ernie uh, Pantuzo was coach from Cheers. Yeah. I thought Fed's both you go. guys, both you sports nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now this isn't even synonymous. It's the first thing that pops in your head, like some insanity test. No, it's right. what you think would be the most common response to this. What name is just synonymous with these terms? Right. Yeah, but that's, I, I think that we're just trying to say the first name that pops into right. our minds, and that doesn't necessarily mean synonymous. Mm. Like synonymous, mm. we might, do, shouldn't we take more time to ponder it? Yeah. I guess we could, after we go around, you know, decide who really was synonymous. But you're doing the same thing. You're just saying the first name <laughs> of Pops. I, I, I prefer to think, guess the mind of a maniac. All right. What name is synonymous with sex symbol? Marilyn Monroe. Brad Pitt. Pamela Anderson. <laughs> I guess I went a little gay. I was thinking Farrah Fawcett. Because she just died. Probably on my mind. Wait, wait a minute. Who's the gay guy? This should be the new thing. Brad Pitt? <laughs> Why? Yeah. That's fucking embarrassing. Fucking sexy, man. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Marilyn Monroe is the fucking person, though. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to... She's been dead for 50 years. You still buy her posters. Yeah. Right. I still spanked her. Yours was just definitive of a certain age, Fez, uh, along with uh, Hicks's. Um, and the Brad Pitt, I'm just not even going to comment, because <laughs> I don't want to come off sounding like homophobic. <laughs> Right, what name is synonymous with scientist? Scientist? Yeah. I should have said Jonas Salk again. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I would say Einstein. I am going to say um, Stephen Hawking. It's Einstein. I think it's Einstein. Oh, why are you just trying to guess the opposite of me? He's physicist. It's, it's, well, you're probably right, but I mean, that still falls under science. It's all science. All right. You should have just gone with Brad Pitt again. <laughs> all right. Uh, what name is synonymous? All right. I'm not starting this, by the way. 
This is always going to me first. I wanted to start with Hicks now. All right. Hollywood bad boy. Mickey Rourke. Sean Penn. Marlon Brando. I think it's Mickey Rourke. Damn it. All time, Earl Flynn would probably be more. Yeah. More famous for it. Fuck. I mean, what did Mickey Rourke ever do that was bad boy? Um, I think it was just, you know, uh, personal troubles. Yeah, but what did he do? He's not even known for it. Yeah. Earl Flynn fucked a kid on his yacht. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah, all right. And he kept his shoes on while he had a movie called uh, "They uh, with, They Died with Their Boots On." <laughs> this was this is the way he fucked up his career. <laughs> I'm starting to hate this game. Uh, Tony, Tony, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, but his what name's uh, synonymous with secret? Fez. Fez. Fez Watley. Colonel Sanders. He's gay. Secret recipe. But still, he's gay. He never married, and he dressed all in white. I think if you dress all in white, it's pretty gay. You think so? Yeah. I always think of that as gay. I always thought of it as more Southern. Well, exactly, gay. When you think of a Southern writer, all, this, all the mm-hmm. great Southern writers, gay. Yeah. I don't know why that was. Yeah. I think because, um, you know, just like when you dress... You gotta watch what you're doing. Where a regular fucking guy is gonna, uh, uh, a regular person, if they end up wearing all white, is gonna end up with sauce all over them. They're gonna be walking down the street and people are gonna say, "You're covered in sauce." It's just a dangerous look to pull off. How long do you think you can get some dressing white? <sighs> Two hours. Not even. I mean, as soon as I get, I get food on me every single meal I've ever eaten. It's impossible. You should leave the house with a bib on. <laughs> I mean, even when we go out to eat, I'm always amazed that, like, you guys keep, keep your spaces so clean. Uh, <laughs> I have to. That's a really funny thing, that you're, you're comparing I always, spaces. I always look at that, and I'm like, Jesus you're Christ. You're just covered in, in, like, pieces of bread, just bread shards. Um, Danny, we lost you. Danny's was, what's the famous bridge? Golden Gate. Brooklyn. Hicks, you want to play? Famous bridge. Fucking idiot. Why Why you lost in there? Because there's glass up? No, there was a phone call. Who was it? Was it another person offering you a show? Because you're done on this one. <laughs> it was Peyton Manning. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart. Thank you. My father thinks I'm synonymous with quarterback as well. <laughs> um, I would have said Golden Gate, so. Really? No. Well. What do you mean you don't know? It's Brooklyn. You don't know what I think? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly true. <laughs> All right, musician. Um, Elton John. <laughs> You're so gay. <laughs> what? Miles Davis. Jimi Hendrix. I was going to say Mozart. You guys understand, this isn't the last five years. <laughs> this is all Davis. time. Mine are the only one that stretched the, all right. the, the, the sands of time. Okay. <laughs> George is you know Saturday nights all right with me. Imagine Beethoven going seriously. That's the fucking musician of the ages. Are you Benny? Benny. I know playing the piano. Bump, bump. Mozart be like, what are you doing? Why are you hitting the piano? You're really trying to deflect your Brad Pitt answer, aren't you? <laughs> it's not working, is it, bread shards? <laughs> You're sitting there fucking in last like, night's crumbs. 
Everyone ate, ate steaks. How come no one else has got gravy and blood in front of them? Well, we keep, uh, we use a knife and fork, you fucking rabbit wolf. Uh, Where do you live? What do you mean? What are you you got as about? much hair on your face as you do on your head. How do you fucking live? <laughs> I look fine. I look good. What do you want from me? You're living well, are you? Actually, the landlord You look came. like a hairy sun. It looks like... <laughs> all fucking red. It's fucking hot up there, right? It's hot in here, too. So what? Mm -hmm. So what? It's hot in here. So it changes my complexion. It's getting hot in here. So comb out your on. red hair. <laughs> that fucking guy rocked it in the um, celebrity uh, softball game at the All-Star game. Nelly had like two home runs and a diving catch. Is he the one that pissed on people? No. I get confused. I think that is uh, the other guy, R. I Kelly. I get confused. Yeah, that's Kelly, not Nelly. I was thinking of Skippy Gates. <laughs> uh, here's our good friend, Death Metal Mo. Gentlemen, 917, checking in. I'm going to give you this. It's been a long time, Mo. Thank you, buddy. Uh, I just wanted to ask Big Fez what name he thought was synonymous with board troll that ruins ronfez.net. Ooh. Uh, Dr. Joe K. Really? We're right behind you, Big Fez. Big Fez, you tell us. You give us the word. The Watley Posse mobilizes. <laughs> Love it, Mo. You ought to. You ought to. You ought to have Mo as your guy because no one likes you better than Mo. Nobody. He's the best. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, because used to have Sheepy, but I guess those days are gone. Oh, Sheepy Twitters. Oh. Plus, is Sheepy ever fucking guarded Fez's thing? He just agrees. He goes along with the pack. <laughs> Why don't you fucking you ought to, you ought to you know use Mo a little bit there to protect you? Yeah, I will. He's he'll always stick up for you online. Yeah, he is absolutely great about that. He he keeps the board a nice place to go to. He keeps it positive. And everybody else fucks with you. Yeah. Everyone else thinks it's uh, hugely enjoyable. All right, I can hear Hicks through my headphones. I don't know if he's going out over the air. You got a problem, Dave? Yeah, I have a problem with people who are supposed to uh, call in today. Oh, don't worry about it. Who gives a shit? Because it was... Uh, fuck them. It's a fair. <laughs> <laughs> we had a nice... I, I built a nice montage. Well, then fucking do the montage without no, them. No, no. Calm down. Calm yourself down. Please. You're supposed to be the producer. Right. You're supposed to want no, to tell I mean, me... No, it's done. It's, the, the montage was done. I was just waiting for them to say don't something. Don't worry about your fucking montage. Quit saying the word, Dave. <laughs> So you did work for nothing. So what? <laughs> it's done. I want to play it. So what happened? They, they couldn't call in today or they don't want us in their fair? They just five minutes ago said we uh, heard uh, a little bit of the show and we're nervous because we give to Catholic charities. So we don't want to be on your program. And Good. they fucking tell me this. Fine. Story. Fuck five them. Minutes. Yeah, seriously. Fuck them. Fuck that. These fucking duct tape festival people. The garlic festival and the salmon festival. Fucking Canada is going crazy for Ron Fez. So what? What because, do we say against Catholics? Ugh, because these people, I've been on the phone with them 30 times in the last two days. And it's like... But who cares? I know, Don't right. fucking do it. It's a little bit. No one cares about it. And I, I care about it. And I don't want to be friends with anyone who gives the Catholic charities. <laughs> I know, it's just, it's just rude. Just go like this. Back oh, out. good. I'm glad you told us that, because our nephews got fucking molested by a priest. 
gives a shit about you and your shitty fare? It was a dumb little bit that went nowhere. No, it's good. No, it isn't. It's good. It stinks from the beginning. <laughs> it was a good idea. It's just not that funny played out. Eric in New Jersey. Yeah, I wanted to know what name was synonymous with jelly fucker. Dave McDonald. <laughs> Dave McDonald. McDonald, yes, Dave. <sighs> whatever. I fucked jelly. You know, we all have. <laughs> this is why Catholic no. Charities won't have anything to do with you. Uh, Jeff. Jeff, you're on running fest. Hey, buddies, what name is synonymous with film director? Fellini. Kubrick. Hitchcock. Spielberg. Mm, that's a good one, Fess. They're all good. I think Hitchcock <laughs> is right. No one brought in a fucking hack. <laughs> oh, Hitchcock? Uh, let's check the number of uh, Academy Awards he's won. <laughs> what? I mean, I don't fuck with you. But I'm just saying it's not definitive. I, think, all, I mean, that's the one that you couldn't even say is definitive. I think Hitchcock is pretty much, I think most people would agree, wouldn't they? Well, let me call the agree? people of Italy and let them know they have nothing to fucking do with this. By the way, have you seen the trailer for Nine? No. That's like uh, based on Fellini's Eight and a Half. Have you seen it, Hicks? Yeah, I think it looks great. Here's the interesting thing. I'm oh. glad that you said this. Do you like musicals? Yes, I. not really. No, no. I don't like them at all. Yet I've watched this fucking trailer 12 fucking times. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Daniel Day-Lewis is playing fucking Flea. Oh. All these hot chicks are playing, uh, like, whatever, spinning around in fucking, uh, in his mind, in his crazy mind. That's unbelievable. It's just gorgeous shots of, like, Italian fashion and, uh, you know, the Italian landscape, the Mediterranean. It's fucking haunting, this trailer. And it's done by the same guy who did Chicago, which I can't even say I'm, I'm a fan of. Right. I don't, there's something about me, I just, hmm. uh, a musical normally throws me out. You know what I mean? Now, there are musicals that I've liked over the years, so that's not 100%. The Angry Inch, I fucking love. Hedwig and the Angry Inch, I'm a big fan of. But I can't say it about most musicals, particularly the ones that people normally like. Yeah, what, did you like Sweeney Todd? No, I didn't at all. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't care for it myself. I, I don't think I've ever liked any music. I mean, I, What about West Side Story? I'm not a big fan of that. Is, is The Wall considered a musical? Not really. The Wall it's is like a long a video. Two-hour video. <laughs> <laughs> but I am actually... Actually, I guess I like Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know what? I'm going to do this. It doesn't exactly work for radio, but turn the lights down. Go to YouTube, mm. Nine the Musical, and I'm going to guarantee you guys are going to agree with two, two reasons. Number one, Dave, you're going to agree because of the way it's shot. And Fez, you're going to agree because agreement's taking place and you like to jump in. Okay. So it looks like I'm going to take 100% of this. But again, this is very stunning to me. Uh, turn it off for right now until we get the lights off because you got to yeah, say just, it. you got to say it with the lights just to off. make sure this is the right one, too. What the fuck? It's a trailer. Yeah, look at this. The Weinstein Company. Now, Daniel Day-Lewis is in this. Uh, so I know you're a big fan, Dave. I love. I worship him. All right, can you see this from your monitor, or you need to come over here? Yeah, I can see it from here. All right. This is Nine, the movie, on YouTube. Already, look at that shot. Directing a movie is a very overrated job. We all know it. You just have to say yes and no. What else do you do? Nothing. 
My throat, should this be red? Yes. Green? No. More extras? Yes. More lipstick? No. Yes, no. Yes, no. It's directing. Be Italian. Be Italian. Take a chance and try to steal a fiery kiss. That's nine. Wow. Uh, you're digging it? <laughs> yes. Yes. I and mean, isn't that weird when you don't like a musical <laughs> and then you see something like that and you're like, was I wrong? He, here's what's so fucking great about it. Every shot looks like a beautiful still picture. And the guy's name is what? Who did Chicago? Rob what? Marshall? Rob Marshall. Rob Marshall. Um, and I wasn't a uh, fan. I know Chicago won the Academy Award. I wasn't a huge fan. I watched it, but, you know, I felt like I was watching a musical. Every woman looks beautiful in this. Oh. And the weird thing about, um, like, Italian style is the Italian style is so great, but it doesn't remind you of, like, Guido at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, the, the way we think of Italians in this country, it's a completely different look than the Italians in Italy. I think every well, everyone's going to see this movie and go to Italy after it's over. Because <laughs> I want to go to Italy right this second. Well, Italians in Italy seem to be, like, very artistic. I mean, let's not forget, you know, Leonardo and Michelangelo and all those guys. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Thanks for bringing it up. And now what do we got? Uh, Dean and Mafia Life Chris. What happened? <laughs> Something got lost in the translation. By the way, Dean looks fantastic in his movie, in the stills, uh, right now from the Franklin's movie. Mm -hmm. Um, what's the name of it? Last night in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Last night in Brooklyn. The New York City screening is going to be August 29th at 8 p.m. at the Anthology Film Archives. That's at 32 Second Avenue. Last night in Brooklyn. You can get tickets for that screening August 29th by going to cipherproductions.com or lastnightinbrooklyn.com. Uh, Fez, are you and Dave going to fight anybody that night, or is that just going to be a cool night? That should be a cool night. I don't say. I don't think anyone's bringing us trouble. That night. I don't think anyone's well, trying to make a trouble delivery. We'll just see, Fez. Someone tries to start some Be shit. Be Italian. Fergie's in this mo uh, movie. 
uh, Nicole Kidman. That almost like almost didn't look like Nicole Kidman. I mean, yeah, she, I she looked great, but that was that was amazing. Kate Hudson's in it. Penelope Cruz, I saw. Penelope Cruz is in it. So a lot of hot chicks. Finally, Kate Hudson getting back into a good movie. Was it ten, every ten years? But but seriously, <laughs> she's due. Here's the thing. That Daniel Day-Lewis, there's something fucking about the guy. Oh, he's the best. I mean, him and Sean Penn, for, forget it. Toe for toe right now, right? Yeah. Toe for toe. I mean, Johnny Depp's kind of there if he doesn't make stupid movies. What stupid movies? The fucking ones that he makes with uh, I, I'm not, I, Alice I, in Wonderland? I, no, I like those. I don't like the <laughs> Pirates. That, those are the ones that made him rich, though. I support anything he does with Tim Burton. Did, did you see the, the Vanity Fair uh, article on Johnny Depp? No. The life he lives? He's got something like five beautiful houses. One of them, he owns his own island. <laughs> and he has this beautiful wooden yacht that he cruises around the Caribbean. I mean, we're talking about like really like 1930s, 1940s, beautiful wooden yacht. Wow. His life is just fantastic. <laughs> it's just, he, he is a, he no, went. He was the best. He, he is the best. I mean. He went from being like an actor and everybody liked him into being a giant movie star. At living the life, all because of those stupid pirate movies. And he was really good friends with Hunter Thompson. That you know, I was always very envious of him because of that. Man, he likes all the cool people. Yeah, he does. He's got good tastes. Except for you don't like the pirate movies. <laughs> well, and then those. you didn't see his Michael Mann movie after bragging that you were going to go. Yeah, I saw Harry Potter instead. I only had one movie opportunity. All summer, basically. <laughs> What's Two coming kids. out this weekend besides the uh, we're ripping off ET and Home Alone and Gremlins and everything else? Is there anything good coming out? Oh, this is the Judd Apatow week. I remember oh, right, right, yeah. yesterday after I said I read bad review on it. Uh -huh. That was in New York Magazine. Since then, I've run, read tons of great reviews on it. Really? Yeah. Really, really good reviews. I mean, all I have to go by is the TV ad yeah. that is running constantly, and it seems awful. I mean, if this is a movie about funny people, you're not putting the funniest li I hope those aren't the funniest lines that oh, are in the I, TV commercial. I don't like when they put the funniest lines in the TV commercial. I find that very annoying when it pops up in the, in the movie. It should be getting a big laugh out of the audience. And no one laughs because it's been all over Fox. Mm -hmm. You know, that fucking bums the shit out of me. That's what I love about this uh, trailer right now. I probably shouldn't even look into it anymore. I don't even care what it's about. I want to go there and just look the way this thing is shot in Italy with all these beautiful women. Because I have a feeling I won't like the plot of the film. It's a fucking musical. Yeah. It's Mamma Mia at that point. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, but movies are for the eyes, so... And ears. Yeah, more for the eyes, though. I mean, oh, let's go to silent fucking films. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. They, silent films were a real, you know, thing. Well, let's see how they do now. So it was radio. Then they got pictures and they called it a movie. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I know you don't know. Movies are visual. I mean, and, and auditory. You can't have bad sound in a movie. Your movie will fucking flop if the sound's bad. Period. You got to have all of it together. It's not one or the other. It's not like all oh, these guys are making fucking money from, from doing bad sound. Mm. 
So did you like what you saw, Fizz? Yeah, I did. I liked the fact that it was. It looked like it was shot so many different different ways. You almost said directions. Yeah. What do you mean by different ways? Well, I mean, like, some things are, like, real dark and shadowy. Yeah, sure. And then other know. things are completely lit. Some yeah, of it was sure. black and white. Yeah, it's all different. It's all over stone. One, one dog's looking this way, one <laughs> looking the other. That's and what it, you're adding? And it looked like it could have been shot at any time. What do you mean any time? I mean, some of this stuff looked like it was filmed, like, in the 70s or 60s. Yeah, sure. It could be 70s or 60s. That's only two times. <laughs> Again, I think Oliver Stone invented that, just for the record. You didn't and see... And he doesn't. You no. don't watch any fucking Fleen. I've watched By the Fleen. way, why do you keep putting this in front of me today? It's Brooke Hogan's CD. Look at the cover. <laughs> She's a angel, goddess, weird pagan. Well, I don't even know where you're getting the pagan part. She's an angel. The pagans don't have it. It's angels. very egotistical to have an air... It's not even a photo of her. It's this weird painting. Well, what is it doing in here? Are we going to play it? No, she was on O&A, but oh, I just I wanted to show you. I slept late today. How'd she do? She was good. No. Just wanted to show you that cover, which is, I think, one of the more ridiculous covers I've they ever seen. They like the Brooke Hogan, though, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do they like the way she sings, or do they just like, think she's hot? It's a physical thing, I'm pretty sure. What else were Owen I doing today? Just chit-chatting about shit. Um, I heard a conversation early this morning about uh, Harry Bush's. Uh, Anthony has one? Uh, no, Anth oh, you mean they were talking about chicks? Yeah, they were talking about chicks. Anthony prefers something that the triangle is still there, but it's trimmed down very, it's cropped very closely. No, I might be wrong here. I think they've had this discussion before. <laughs> now, <laughs> I might be wrong about that, but I think it's something that's popped up on the show from time to time. It wasn't exactly my cup of tea, but from what I heard, I think they were all against big hairy bushes. Shocker. Yeah. Uh, I like one. I, I like them like that. Is that how your chick's keeping herself these days? Right up to no, the she, fucking she, she belly tighten, button? She tightens up because she wants to. Yeah, Archie Bell and the drills. <laughs> it would make it easier on her with the two kids. One less thing to have to worry about. Well, here's the thing. Is it for the woman or for the guy? It's her fucking body. You can't necessarily tell her how you wanted to keep it, right? Right. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not that pushy. But I, sh I, I shave down, you know. I don't want to hear about you, seriously. Maybe you can write to Anthony and say, I heard what you talked about. I got a wood Next floor. <laughs> I'm in. Next time it comes up, uh, here's where I'm at. Here's what's in my pants. All right, stop. But um, when I shave down at first, it looks fine. But then after a couple of days, I start getting, like, pimples or something on it. Like, right now, I'm in a pimple stage. Dave, I'm not fucking kidding you. You will go down 36 fucking floors <laughs> if I have to think of that raw chicken of yours surrounded by fucking uh, pimples. One thing I'm great, grateful for since we've come here to this mm. building uh -huh. is uh, McDonald's kept his fucking pants on. <laughs> yeah. No, and I plan to. Good. Keep your fucking trousers on. I know. I'm fucking so sick of that. I think with the woman, it would be like fixing, you know, the hair on her head. It would be like, you know, asking the husband, do you like my hair like this? Yeah, but you don't want to fucking tell her. Like, if you say to your fucking chick, no, I want you to cut it short, it looks like he's thinking about somebody else, not you. Oh, I know. You know I, what I'm saying? Right. So if you start to fucking, if you're dating a chick and you say, hey, I like all my girls to wear red. I think that's a fucking bad thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to let her have her own style, and then you have to appreciate that style. Mm -hmm. If not, 
you're not seeing her as an individual. That's my own fucking opinion. The, the same way with, with that, you were just saying, this is what I like because when I was little, I saw this in a magazine, and I fetish upon it. And I don't see you as yourself. Well, no, it's weird. I always could tell when, who my mom thought was sexy because she would say, this week I want you to get a George Clooney haircut. Yeah, or, I can't think about you and your mom. Oh, okay. It well, really grosses me week, out. Yeah. So like, she would just she would just uh, fix you as a little boy as people she wanted to sleep with? Exactly. And she confessed to me that Robert De Niro on Godfather 2 was beautiful one time. Beautiful is what she said. She was right about that. <laughs> he was stunning in that movie. Uh, the De Niro of the 70s. How we miss him. <laughs> How we miss that man. He'll be back someday. Hmm. I don't know if I'll still be around. Mike in Texas. Hey there, Ronnie. Yeah, uh, Dave was saying uh, he's got pimples down there. kind of sounds like he might have the herp. No, no, no. These, this is a razor thing. It's just, you know, if you shave, sometimes you get that thing. I, I, you know, I don't know if I need to put alcohol on it or what. I mean, I will, but it's just a, sh- a shave thing. I got very sensitive skin, so if whenever I shave, you know, I get, I, 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 I get razor burns. If your Valtrex helps it, then you would know. And the valve tracks is just for the fever blisters that occasionally pop up on my uh, penis. That's it. Oh, I don't want to fucking hear about that. That's called herpes. I got a lot of problems right now because I also have a bad case of jockage. I uh, seriously, I'm tired. I'm fu- I can't think about your crotch. I know that you're doing it on purpose because you found something it's to annoy honest. me. But I, I'm not. This ain't fucking Christmas. I'll whip the shit out of you and Fezzy right here. <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll slam you two together like fucking Curly and Larry Fine. I can't fucking hear about your right. fucking cock. Ah, oh. it's fucking annoying. Every day it's something with you. It's just fucking disgusting. All right, uh, new media metrics. Uh, they they uh, do an analysis for the of possible news shows. And how good they will succeed before they come on TV. Here's the big hits being predicted for the um, fall schedule. Flash forward on ABC. Anybody know about this? All I know is it's a sci-fi show. I'm not sure what it's about. And uh, one of the producers from, I think, Lost is attached to it. And, yeah, I mean. but What's it about? I think it's like like one of those end-of-the-times type deals. Uh, if somebody knows, uh, we got to watch this flash forward. Trauma on NBC. All right, so that uh, sounds like it's it's something that's replacing ER. Another medical show. Oh, sounds I, like sta- standard fare for, yeah, I don't for like the fall the, season. You know, you brought up House earlier. Uh-huh. I can't watch those shows. Somebody's always fucking bleeding out. It's not, like, relaxing <laughs> for me. I mean, I, if someone said, hey, you can walk around the hospital all you want. Walk around the emergency room. I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I would say this is fucking stressful. So why would I want to sit at home and watch that? I don't know why everybody's so obsessed with that. Um, it always makes me think I have that. Even if someone's been in an accident, I have that. Yeah, you don't want, especially House will show like some germ going up the nose. And, uh. you know, like they'll, they'll show you and you and you watch this. And you think nothing is more fragile than a human being. We can die constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what Flash Forward's about. 
A mysterious global event causes everyone to simultaneously experience for two minutes and 17 seconds his or her life for six months in the future. Everyone who survived is left wondering if what they saw will actually happen. Well, will it or won't it? I guess we have to watch to find out. So it's going to be like different people every week? It seems to have a so, Joseph Fiennes, an FBI agent, I guess, that maybe tracks down different people. That's week. that's good. I like him. And uh, the Dominic guy. I can't believe he's dropped all the way down to doing this. <laughs> right. Remember, he was a movie star yeah, for a while. Yeah, Shakespeare in Love. Uh, Tom in Florida knows all about it. Uh, Tom, have you seen this yet? No, I haven't seen it. It's uh, I've read about it, though. They, what the basic premise is, it's based on some book this guy wrote a couple of years ago about uh, everybody for like three minutes sees the future and everybody has these experiences you know you see your your life and stuff like that you know 10 years in the future or something like that and the one guy his kid is dead and whoever doesn't have the three year or the three minute uh deal is considered dead wow all you all it is is you're in 10 years and all you get is three minutes the exact same three minutes as everybody else now and you mean at the exact same minute yeah, every like it's like ten fifty nine. Everybody has the same ten fifty nine to eleven o two. Now here's the only uh, weird thing about this: Can you change the future? Well, see, that's what they're trying to do. The one guy wants to try to save his uh, marriage and his daughter from dying. So I think that's what the basic premise of the story is. He wants to try to change it. All right, and and the the lost producers are doing this. Yeah, I think J.J. Uh, Abrams is part of it, uh, if my, I'm not mistaken. My prediction is there's something in that hatch that's making all these things happen. <laughs> and that smoke monster is what we want it to be. Mm-hmm. If we are violent people, it's going to come at us. But if we come in peace, you know, it's going to go that way. Okay. And, but But then there's another hatch. What's in there? More hatches, I think. Yeah. Scary down there. You gotta push a button and stuff. There's a big wheel that you turn. It's an Australian guy. Four, eighteen, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Yeah, finally I do. Finally I'm back in. Uh, one of the other successes is uh, the Cleveland show. That's the Family Guy spinoff. That can't be a success. This is like watching the Barney Rubble show. <laughs> what the hell? This is how idiotic <laughs> Americans are now. And the Jay Lendo show. Jay Lendo. Every hour at 10 o'clock, we're getting fun and comedy with Jay Lendo. I think this is just another precursor of what I said was going to happen. This, these people, new uh, media metrics, they have a, a nice success record with picking what the hits are going to be. What they pick last year? Um, I'm not sure, but I, I know their accuracy rate is around like 85%. Fringe, maybe? I don't think, did we have a successful show last year? NBC did not have one hit show. I liked Fringe. What about the Parks and Recreation? That wasn't a hit? Um, I don't believe so. I like that Amy Poehler. I don't oh, think yeah. so. I think she's adorable. <laughs> I watch it every week. I don't care what the I'd rest love, of the people watch. I'd love to watch her and Job have sex. I'll sit there on the bed. Oh, Job is her husband? Yeah. And NBC- They might be the funniest couple living today. <laughs> they may be between the we two. Of- that, yeah. Also, uh, Sarah Silverman is going to HBO this year. Someone told me. Oh, no, 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 no. I got that confused. She's at uh, Comedy Central. Uh-huh. Uh, Parker Posey is going to HBO. Wow. And Zach Galifianakis is going to be on her show. Really? That's what somebody told me. I didn't see this. Love Parker Posey. Love her. Yeah, I love her, too. 
I always wanted her to do the show. She never would. And they're making big changes at NBC. Ben Silverman is out. He was the co-chair of NBC Entertainment. It looks like things are lining up for what I said. Conan will be out, and Jay Leno will be back at The Tonight Show. Give us a date. Uh, September 21st. Okay. Or the Monday nearest. But I'll say September 21st. Or what happens? You'll kill yourself? No, I won't kill myself. If this doesn't happen, Fez will kill himself on the air. <laughs> I have no intention of doing that. I've taken my own life. Steve, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, how you doing? What can we do for you? Uh, Dave, when you get that jock itch, is it it's more underneath your balls? Get off the air. Balls? Get off the Both. air. Both. Get off the air. Don't answer him. He, he asked me a question. So I thought. Can't put it up with it. It's too much. It's too much. I have some cream in my book bag. I might need to use the restroom. Is that a fucking, is that some kind of a baby talk you use with your mom? You call your balls your book bag? Because if it is, I'm going to get you and Beanie. And then I'm going to stack your bodies up. Like it was, um, you know, we were talking about cops earlier today. What job do you think takes the most shit? Like people that just have to take shit. Because I was thinking this the other day. You ever see how much shit the guy in the subway takes? <laughs> like he's in charge of the fucking trains. He's sitting in that little bulletproof booth. He takes a lot of fucking garbage from people. I think a bank teller takes the most crap. What's a bank teller? Well, the bank teller... You mean an ATM machine? <laughs> no, the, the lady inside the bank. Why would I go inside the bank when I have a machine? Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I've been in a bank. What's the point? I have I, I, just about every customer argues with a bank teller. What do you go to the bank teller for? Um, there's a lot of times. Ones? No, where I have to uh, make some some checks, uh, deposit those. You can put those in the ATM machine. Then. I don't trust sticking a check into <laughs> a machine. I might as well stick it in a toaster for all I know of what's going to well, happen to it from there. Why don't you just stick it in a mailbox? Is that fucking frighten you too? Fed's or action. do it online like a fucking person. But it, the check what else are you using? A fucking feathered pen? So the bank teller. Quill tip is the word I was looking for. <laughs> They're always arguing. Then those people are the most upset because it's their money. You and, think you think more than a post office? Oh, yeah, definitely more than a post office. And they're upset because it's their money, and they never seem to understand, like, the bank rules that the teller is trying to tell them. Mm -hmm. They never understand, like, why they can't have their money, why they can't cash a check. It's like a totally different bank language, and people get irate because you're screwing with their cash. Oh. I think that people, but what about people who fix phone, you know, like... I'll tell you a lot of shit. Those uh, reservation clerks at an airline. I'm always seeing people scream at them. How could this fucking happen? Because they overbook. Yeah. And you'll see guys, I can't fucking take another plane. My bags are already going somewhere else. And they just scream at these people, and the fucking company knows it. The company puts them up there to take shit. It's a terrible job. 
It's got to be those Indian guys who work at customer service over in India. Because I'm sure people are freaking out on them all the time and don't give a fuck because they're in I India. Do. Yeah, they're constantly getting screamed at Anyone by angry Americans. I mean, they're going to get screamed at, but at least the phone call, it's not face-to-face. These people, bank tellers, are getting screamed right in their, right in their yaps. When I worked as a traffic guy, the people would call me up with like you know a, tra- a traffic jam, and they would always yell at me as if I I created the 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 mess. Why? Why would they call the? Was this when you were in radio? Yeah, it was when I was working for Westwood One. I don't get that at all. It was a, it was a tip line, so I had to work the tip line phone. I'll tell you somebody up. Meter maids take a lot of shit. I see meter maids yeah. getting fucking cussed out constantly. And, mm-hmm. I don't know why anybody would want that job, and they're little pricks. <laughs> I mean, on my street, you got to move at eleven o'clock. 10.59, they hit my street. And I'm thinking to myself, are they on every fucking block <laughs> in Manhattan at the same time? Hmm. And they will get people by a fucking 11.01, they will cover the fucking block. <sighs> and some people are so stupid, they're like, well, I got out here 10 minutes later. They don't give a fuck. Um, As a waiter, I got, I, I took a lot of shit. We, we, waiters, yeah, waitresses, w- we take a lot of shit. Just because you're thing wasn't medium rare. Yeah, people treat waiters like mm. shit. Uh, Earl texted me. He said the show that Parker Posey is going to be on is called Bored to Death. Jason Schwartzman, Zach Galifianakis, and Ted Danson. Hello. HBO September. A lot of good people there. <laughs> A lot of good people there. Um, here is Sean. Sean Yarmanifest. Hey, Ryan, what about an NBA referee taking shit from the fans, the coaches, and the players all at once? Um, at least you're a pro, though. I mean, a college ref would be brutal. I think an umpire takes more than an NBA ref. But it was interesting. When I was watching the soccer game, everyone takes a yellow card, and everyone comes over and, and you know, yells at the ref and argues with him. Uh-huh. I never see a ref ever go, you know what, you're right. Let me put this yellow card away. <laughs> I've had the opportunity. It just doesn't work, so you wonder why they do it. Why do something that doesn't fucking work at all? Um, here is uh, Dave. Dave, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, guys. I couldn't imagine doing telephone sales even for two seconds, the amount of shit they must take. See, I, uh, uh, the telephone sales thing, I've always done just the opposite with, and I keep them online. <laughs> And I'm not even making that up because I have plenty of time and I always, you know, I'll either give them Iris, the old lady who's more interested in her product and gets wackier and wackier and brings up her grandchildren or a character I call uh, the Vietnam vet who screams uh, always about Jane Fonda and then fucking uh, my leg is still in Hanoi. I always yell, my leg's in Hanoi. What am I supposed to do? And you will see how bad they want to make a fucking sale. And my my kids would always just hand me the phone. They'd be like, telephones, <laughs> telephones, listener. I'd be like, great. I, I used to sometimes pretend that I was that if they would do a telemarketer, that I was talking to a, like a phone sex person. So if they were jacking. talking to me about like, yeah, you, you'll save nineteen ninety nine with AT and T, be like, oh yeah, how much? Now, were, now, were you pretending that, or did you just start jerking off to strangers? Because <laughs> I, I think that's what you did. I was pretending. A different um, voice. Josh, Josh, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, uh, I was talking, uh, telling about, uh, what about people at the work at the airport for baggage claim? That people lose luggage? You know them people got to catch shit all the time. Yeah, it's a terrible job. 
I don't know why uh, anybody would do it because their fucking point was, um, uh, look, uh, sir, I wasn't in Detroit with you. So I'm finding this out, you know, now. But you are so furious with them, you are blaming them for stuff that didn't take place in their world. And they're also just always surrounded by all these unclaimed bags. I mean, it's just, it looks like a nightmare just to sit there. Chris, you're on Run Fizz. Hey, you know, how you doing, boys? What can we do for you? You almost hey, started uh, talking. You know, hotel registration desk is, I think they got to be the people that take the most shit. I don't know how many times I've gone up there. I, I got a room booked, and they come up and say, sorry, we don't have your room. Well, what the fuck do you mean? I, I, what, what do I make a registration? What, what do I make a reservation for if you don't have my fucking room? It, so they have, a, they have a book. I cuss them out all the time. Well, here's the interesting thing there. By the time you get there, right? It's all, already you were the last person. That's why you didn't get your room. So you're showing up after midnight. Then they don't know where else to show you, send you in town. Mm-hmm. And if they do, it's somewhere worse or somewhere more expensive. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck are you telling me? I'm fucking booked here. You're sending me out to the roadway in. <laughs> but if I wanted to fucking live like a ham and agger, I would just be fucking driving around. That and the airline desk, I don't know why the check-in time is so long. What is on that computer screen that they're looking It just seems to, It seems like if you had the reservation and they had the room or you had the seat on the plane, it would be like, okay, this matches up, move along. Well, I think in a hotel they got to check the specifics, number of beds. Mm. Then they look up and they want to go, all right, uh, two beds. And you have to say, two beds? What am I, I'm a fucking Barney and fucking woman. I need a fucking king. All right, put me in one big bed. I'm not here with my brother. I'm a fucking man. I came to a fucking hotel because I have desires. What am I going to do? Put her in the other fucking bed? Yell shit to her? Move them together. No, you can't. You ever try to fucking move a hotel bed? You can't move anything it's like in a hotel. It's like moving this fucking thing. Well, you you can... ever said, decide, I want to move the desk or the fucking <laughs> TV? No way. You get caught and make it like a little bridge. Yeah, if I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> we used to do that. It's if fun. you can move stuff in the in the fucking hotel, move it in front of the door and guard it because you're in a shit hotel. <laughs> and you're going to get fucked over. Uh, we need to break here, Fezzi. Uh, it is a big Friday on the Ron and Fez show. A lot to talk about today. It's Wednesday, and, Ron. And I will say this. Despite the fact that that guy fucked with you, you're having a, a very good day today. Oh, thank you very much. I'm wondering why. I'm wondering why. Uh, when we get back here, it's going to be stuffed in a noise fest. Let's get the old fest back. Okay. Things that annoy him. Uh, run a fest show. On a big Friday, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Big Wednesday. Well, I'm not coming in the next two days then. Because I know I put in five days this week. I know it in my heart. Uh, fez, you said you uh, had some things that annoyed you that you want to share. And... I just wanted to know how this is different than any other day. Well, I, th- I think these are, you know, some things that need to be put out there. Now, this has nothing to do with me at all. Put out like it's a fire? Sure. All right, what has nothing to do with you at all? Human life? No, not that. But when a car is purposely parked in two parking spaces. Well, why does that have nothing to do with you? You're a human being. You're yeah. part of society. I agree that you should be uh, bugged about it. I don't like to see it uh, at all because it it puts not it not just it puts us all out. 
and yeah. that we have to have some kind of uh, we have to have some kind of rules, almost in the way of, all right, let's suppose everybody is uh, merging lanes, and one person goes all the way down the shoulder, and eventually, like, just let me right. in, just let me in. Yes, it really doesn't slow down things a lot, but it takes away from everybody else and acting like your life is more important than everybody else's. The same as a person who, who takes two s- spots. Even if you're a poor driver, you could get out of the car and look over and go, holy shit, I'm such an idiot. I'm across the line. Let me get back over and, and fix this properly. Not acting like, oh, I fucked up, but I'm not going to be long. Or they think their car is just so special that it deserves uh, priority treatment. To me, you're just putting a giant target on your car when you do that. Are you going to do something about it? Are you going to key that son of a bitch? I, uh... You, you got just smoke coming out of your ears? You putting on the warp on it and ready to fucking deal with it I'll take, once and for all? I'll take a key down the side of that Infinity. You will not. I would. <laughs> infinity? I would. Someone's bragging about their Infinity? <laughs> I think you got sparkles coming off your face. All right, what else bothers you? Um, What's got your beef today? What's got you upset there, Auntie Fezzy? (laughs) Here's one thing I really don't care for. Mm -hmm. A really old waiter. To me, it just, I feel bad. I feel like, you know, like the, I worry about them. Like the order's going to get them confused. Like, and when they bring out everything, I feel like I should get up and help. It's funny that you bring this up. Two days ago, I'm eating in this place on Lexington Avenue. I've never been there before. Walked past it a million times. Uh, it started in 1941. It's one of these old places where Sinatra used to drop in there, Ed Sullivan, and probably haven't been uh, big since. The waiters had the, every one of them in their 60s and in the old suits. And I had to tell you, it was so adorable mm-hmm. and so enjoyable that I ended up loving it. Now, when he was walking up with the coffee at the end of the meal, I thought it might go down my chick's back. But... The fact of the matter is it added to the experience. So I will disagree with that one. Yeah, I just feel like I worry about the old guys. If they're doing a job that maybe they're, they're, they look like they t- they're too old to do. That's how I feel about you and radio. <laughs> there are plenty of people who are telling me he no longer can do this. The right thing is to pull him out. I can't do it to you, old paint. <laughs> maybe I look like a nursemaid with my little you know cap on my head and I'm acting like I'm taking care of everybody, but I can't put you out the pasture. I feel bad when an old guy gets put out the pasture and someone says you can't do it anymore. What about I'd rather see a guy 90 driving a fucking truck. <laughs> what about daddy? I mean, I, you know, the restaurant we used to go to. I mean, Loved him. I think that... He was old... everybody's daddy. And that was one of our favorite... And was he a good <laughs> rest, uh, waiter? No. No, he wasn't. But he was a great character. Right. And we still talk about them to this day. And that's why. And that's how these guys were at this place the other day that I was at. I love that guy. And I, I think they, they add to the vibe of the experience. I agree. And this place had the same wallpaper from the 40s. So seeing old waiters made it really fucking kind of cool. Dressed in these crazy old waiter costumes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like the nuttiest thing in the world. Um here is uh, Anthony. Anthony, you're on Ron and Fez. Yeah, hey, buddy. Hey, Fez, uh, don't you hate old waiters because when you over-tip them, they come up and give you a hug and show you pictures and tell them they're... Right, real them good point. They do get a little over-emotional. Old waiters in the steak place look fantastic. <laughs> 
when you're in an old steak place and the waiters are all old guys. Terrific. All right, they look. Maybe we should play the Fez song. We haven't done that in a long oh. time. We'll do that today by sleeves. They look fan. Yes, they look fantastic standing there. But how do they look when they're bringing a big heavy tray over? It's a it's a it's a struggle for them. So what? They usually have a back waiter. Would you rather the guy went home and died? No, I don't want anyone to die, but I don't want, you know, the guy's back breaking. But he's working his job. You know what I'm saying? He, uh-huh. He's loving it there. If it's a good he's place, the old guy. that old waiter is going to be doing the orders and talking, and then they'll have a back waiter bring the food. You know what? Take two trips. What's the big deal? I don't really mind a guy feeling useful in his old age. And some of those guys are the funniest people we ever... Like, we're going like this with the waiter. We're going like this. Um... Uh, can we get any spaghetti? Yeah, sure you can. <laughs> of course you can. Meat sauce? Yeah, any kind of sauce. Any, you know, everything was a fucking. <laughs> and the, the fucking menu was handwritten, and you couldn't even read it. It was insanely hysterical. You know, I don't Yelp, but all the Yelpers should write to me and say, Ron, where do you go? Okay, it should be on Yelp. Why don't you do your own thing? Mm. Relp. Just Ron. Yelp. Helps. Relp. Relp. I can't. I can't beat Yelp. <laughs> I've been using them a lot lately, though, to find out what places to go. There's a lot of good tips on there. Um, my Zagat's Fez, uh-huh. I've thrown that out. And you're bringing up old waiters like you fucking go out much. You go out twice a year, and it's normally with us. <laughs> and then Fez has to lean in and do this. Do I like this? And we have to say, yeah, <laughs> like I did with the Nine trailer. <laughs> when we like it, then you like it. I I run into old waiters and diners. I mean, I you know when I eat at the diner, something like that. It you just say diner awful. is like you like you go to, you go to the same trellis diner, and that old guy who runs the cash machine there, Harry, he's great. That's part of the fun. If you had talked to him every once in a while, you would have found out Paul Giamatti was shooting a goddamn movie <laughs> twenty feet from your house, and you didn't turn turn your head right. He was probably in the All diner. Right, so the first one, I agree with you one hundred percent. The car's taking up two parking spaces. I can't be mean to old people though. Somebody's older and you're still trying to do their job. I can't be cruel to them. A, probably somebody's grandmother, grandfather, and B, why would you want to take away any human feeling like he's being useful, mm. like he's part of society? It's fun too. I like a nice I feel, old. I feel worse when I see an old person at a fucking old person's home. I'm like, oh, you outlived the game, huh, my friend? Too bad. You outlived the game. Nice old barber. You beat the game, but you still lost. Old barbers are great. It's the only type now, of barber to go to. I don't want them to cut my hair. I know it's only $5, but it, it fucking looks like you got a $5 haircut. It'll be the quickest haircut you get, too. They really seem to be bent on volume. Well, when it's $5, you got to have a lot of people come through there. I still go to an old barber. Cut my, cut my hair. It fucking looks like it. Augie. What's Augie use? A weed whacker? <laughs> when did Augie lose his sight? You know what? You know what it looks like you had your hair cut with? What? Disdain. It looks. <laughs> oh my hair! My hair looks great. Today. Hold on, motherfucker! Don't st- don't step on my partner's lap. <laughs> Got a nice head of hair. My mm. mom always told me that. That ought to make the Daily Bennington. Put that line on the Daily Bennington for once. Ronnie B quotes is out there. Wackbag still rocking. Uh, oh, what a great website. Line of the day. Mm-hmm. Wackbag still rocks line of the day for me. What am I, up over 7,700? Yeah. God bless those guys. When other people forget, those guys are the There's still no there. longer any sports stats to even compare you 
to now. We know we used to have Pete Rose and then this and that. Maybe the trip to the moon. Maybe the trip to the moon. Uh, here is uh, Jeff in New Jersey. Hey, Ron. Hey, Rez. Hey, Rave. What's up? Hey, Rez. I was wondering. Um, Stupid. Uh, what do you feel about Dave's balls itching all the time? Do you think uh, you can do something about it? You know, it's tr- I can't. Cream. Dave, shut up. Don't let him drag you into this. You're going to end up taking a cowbell because you have a medical condition. But there's certain uh, medical conditions you keep to yourself. I don't want to hear about an itchy asshole. Okay. I don't want to hear about uh, balls problems. Got that. Here's the one thing, though, real quick. That's the summer. The, yeah. ad, the, the rash is now in my inner thigh. It went onto my left ball. It, somehow the rash got onto my left ball. You know what you are, my friend? You're a fucking mangy dog. <laughs> you have turned into a flea-bitten fucking pooch. You're spreading that with your paws. It's just weird because it's three different types of breakouts. I hit the trifecta. Right, by the way, Earl just texted me to know, let me know that he took the knee on the disdain line. Earl, <laughs> me too. why did you ever leave me? You could have been sitting here getting paid taking the knee. Enjoying yourself. Laugh it up, Earl. <laughs> Laugh it fucking up. How does anybody think that radio's gotten too hard? <laughs> the easiest job in history... One of the few jobs you could do that, that that if you fuck up, it's fine. <laughs> oh, it's too much. When did he quit working for us? Ja- uh, was it January? January 16th or something like that. Man, Jesus that seems crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. I just listened to him uh, <laughs> when he walked out. Listen to that last night. Just on, for fun? On Dillette, the madness of it all? In chipmunk speed, because I was trying to find something. I was trying to find a drop of his, and it was just hysterical. Like, he, was, he, he would just leave. <laughs> he just leave. Pepper to chase him to the subway? What the fuck? I, I know. Here's the weird thing. He had quit so many times. <laughs> yeah. And we never paid any attention. And this time, he fucking goes and tells the bosses. <laughs> just think about it for a second. And this is the annoying thing about the business right now in the economy. We, they haven't let us replace him. No. So all we've done is like his job hasn't been replaced. Right. And then the bosses are like this. Show sounds better every day. (laughs) Like, because you don't like Carl. That's why you say (laughs) that. It's got nothing to do with us. Um, Here is uh, a freak. Freak, you're on the Run of Fest show. Uh, that's not true. That's true. Next, next, probably next ocean. But we don't carry that. Oh, you don't? Know, that's not the gas. You're just listening to Freak's life here. Yeah. What's like getting a fucking pants call? <laughs> I still get that from people. I still get that from people. And occasionally I'll get it from my chick. And I'll listen in and listen for an affair. <laughs> like, Go ahead. Let it all fucking happen right now. I have the phone up. <laughs> Instead, I just hear it checking out of someplace. <laughs> oh, these look good. <laughs> have some of that. What's she buying? But isn't that a fucking <laughs> awful thing that a phone will just call someone? Yeah. We can't do that. We can't fucking fix our... Uh, you're talking about computers not fucking taking over for us. Uh-huh. They're making their own calls. They're doing whatever they want. That's why I... You should lock your phone. I lo- always lock my phone. Uh, I, I got you know two what? from Dave yesterday. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> every nice time, lock on that thing. <laughs> every time I go to a movie and I turn my phone off, I forget three days later I got 40 fucking messages. 39 of them from Mafia Life Chris. 
<laughs> my pants called Pepper the uh, just yesterday, as he said. And then I, find, I, I pick up my phone. And I see he's. It says Pepper. I'm like, did you call me? Like now I start blaming him because I think he was the one who called me. Yeah. Well, uh, it's basically if you pants call someone else, it's like having toilet paper on your shoe. <laughs> It's just the most embarrassing. You're like, what did you hear? <laughs> what exactly took place? You can't believe them, to tell you the truth. Well, you know the things that you do. Imagine you get a pants call from Fez. He's raping a kid. <laughs> By the way, Fez is unreachable. You never answer your cell. I could call your cell phone right now. Uh -huh. You wouldn't pick it up. <laughs> he just doesn't answer his phone. And then you turn your phone off when you get home. Which is incredibly frustrating. <laughs> well, then, yeah, just call the home number then. What if it's work? You give all the fucking booking people your home number? No. That's why everything runs like shit. <laughs> Earl and Chris Stanley, the only two reachable 24 hours what a day. What are you talking about? I, I'm more reachable than him. He's, no way. He's a chronic non-picker-up. I get text from Chris Stanley 3.30 every morning. That's right. His schedule update. P.S. I'm all fucked up. But he doesn't pick up his phone. We've established that. Do you have any weird texters? Anybody uh, texting you that you're like, I, I feel like I should get rid of my phone? <laughs> um, my little brother will text me where it's like I don't, he'll do a joke that I just don't understand. Well, that's everything that happens. What about you, Davey Mac? Uh, the, uh, what's his fucking name? The guy who produced um, Gap is... Um, Crash Critter? Crash Critter. He uh, he always texts me. I'm like, come on. What about you, uh, Stanley? I get random people texting me because I guess my phone number is very close to someone else's all the fucking time. All right. Let me give you mine. Ready? People run mad in the park. Oh, oh, oh my God. About that. He's on, he does me, too, and at very, very inconvenient hours. Mr. AJ Dynamite. Yeah. And just writes the craziest stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. insane stuff. I don't read it anymore. Yeah, that's worth a new phone. I can't Number. hit delete quick enough. I don't even open them up anymore. <sighs> Madness. All because I tried to save someone else from getting texts by him. Said, don't text them. But because of that, now he's... I called him at home once. <laughs> and I'll have to say, AJ, no more texts for a while. <laughs> Just take time off. We've never brought him back into this building. No, he can't come in. I feel like we ought to try to uh, drop him on O&A because they, they seem like they uh, would have a lot of fun with him. Yeah. And they have a lot more energy than us <laughs> with the madness factor. That Let's fucking, shoot him. That fucking loony kid that they have on there now. Uh, Bobo. Bobo. I watched that insanity off Opie's uh, Twitter. Of him talking to his own picture in the past and how long it went on. And I just felt like the kid needs a net thrown over him. I mean, it, it wasn't even like, hey, this is funny. You know, we're teasing a retard and kicking his fucking heels out from underneath him. After a while, you're like, this person doesn't belong in society. <laughs> one day he stops me in the hall and he asks for an autograph. Like, you work here. You don't fucking get <laughs> fucking strange. autographs from people you work with. Just say hi. He called special delivery the other night. I, 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 I didn't understand what he was saying. Well, that's because you're not good on the radio. I'm fantastic. Oh, sure. According to Fred, you've been lifting a lot of my lines. He'll probably use the disdain line. Exaggerate. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I, I, I wrote it down. 
Sam, you look like someone's been cutting your hair. <laughs> um, here's uh, Brian. Brian, you're on my fuzz. Hey, what's up, Brian? What's up, Fez? Yeah. I, uh, I was driving home from a bar one time in Allentown, and uh, this girl sat on my cell phone and called my parents at 2 o'clock in the morning, and then she was talking about how she loved giving blowjobs. My mom listened in for about 10 minutes, and then the next day I went down to have dinner with them. She just sat there, shook her head, and started crying when I walked in the door. Oh, crying for what? Would she rather hear you were gay? That's <laughs> something to cry about, lady. Not really. She was crying just because it wasn't her. It always comes back to incest Ew. with you, Watley. I guarantee you, you were touched as a kid. You did a, a joke about a daughter sitting on the leg today. You did a joke <laughs> about uh, Dave. Every day the term incest comes up. That doesn't happen unless somebody was molested. See, I don't think I was. I have no recollection. I, I kind of don't think you were. Because I've seen the pictures of you when you were little, and you were hideous. And I can't imagine any man keeping a heart on looking at that ugly little kid. <laughs> it's like sticking your mouth in a, a, your cock into a, a fucking troll's mouth. Oh, it's hideous. Boy. Why does that gross you guys? Is it an anti-troll thing? Yeah. Is troll the one minority everybody can attack? Oh, they're so small and lovable. I mean. I'll tell you something here. We're talking about minorities. The minority thing in New York has become so cool. That you have to be a minority or at least a mixed couple to get into a club. I remember when Asians weren't cool. And, you know what I mean? Like, you would make fun of them like they were, um, you know, Yankee my wanky. Donger needs food. They were the donger at one point. But now you go up to a club. They're not letting people in. Asian guy going to get in immediately. Now, I remember when Asian girls were considered cool. But now Asian guys are cool. When did this happen? No way. I have no idea when this could have happened. But it's going down now. In clubs, yeah. an Asian guy and a black chick, they get in any fucking place. They'll be front row. Uh, they'll try to... Uh, did you see the um, the NYC prep last night? Yeah. Uh-huh. Great. They will put Asian guys with black chicks on the front row where PC wants to be. <laughs> and when that hey, cunt... Cat that fat-ass cunt sat true. in front... Cat shouldn't have been in his seat. Who's Cat? The girl, the girl that's the, like a that's B player. Kind of like their mutual friend of his and uh, Jesse's. She looks so good in sunglasses. She should always have sunglasses. Yeah. On. Don't take them off, Cat. She's hot. I thought that chick Sebastian went to dinner with was really, really good looking. Stunning, but he was set up by the producers. It never occurs to these kids. The producers are setting them up. He loves that French gimmick, though. Never works, though. <laughs> yeah. He knows wee wee. He's got nothing. Is there a minority? Yeah. That's not cool now? Still not cool? I, I have to say, to be honest with you, I'm not sure how cool Hispanic people have gotten lately. Really? They're uh, on the down road. I, I, I believe they're on the down slope because you're relying too much on the African-American culture that it's not your own, but you look silly kind of doing it, in my opinion, and they have to reclaim their own coolness. I think that they're See, not See, I cool. think that's an East Coast thing. I think black uh, culture is not as big with the West Coast Latin guys, but maybe I'm making a mistake there that I still think they have 
that old Latin culture of their own. Well, it's just like, okay. Well, the Puerto Ricans, you're right. The Puerto Ricans are junior blacks, and they, uh-huh. they, they stop bringing right. their own fucking coolness and, and, and doesn't it look like a, a, a big, tall black guy can, you know, pull off the huge T-shirt and huge jeans and look great? But when you see it on a five foot seven, you know, five foot f- f- four Latino gentleman, it looks like they're three years old. They like they should be riding a big wheel. About Bronx Johnny, <laughs> kind of Oompa Loompa. And on you. Bronx Johnny has completely given up on his Hispanic background, and he's just junior black. <laughs> right. Well, I thought that you know we'd be saying all right, Pakistani or something. Still not cool. No, I'm saying that they're they're on a downslope. But uh, Puerto Ricans in particular, downslope. Yeah. Yep, definitely. They're 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 they're. I I find them to be the least cool minority right now. Wow. Yep. Uh, Randy, you're around Fez. Hey, buddy. Heterosexual white male. See you. Well, that's a majority. We're still rocking majority status. Good. That's um, awesome. And, yeah, there's uh, there's something, of course, uh, totally uncool about that. Here is uh, Bobby. Bobby, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B., you sound like a million bucks, baby. What can I do for you, pal? just want to let you know, Hindus will never, ever be cool. So who do they have besides Sanjaya from American Idol and fucking Cal Penn? I will say this, and I think Hicks, the young hipster, will back me up. Um, they're playing it fairly cool in Manhattan. I know it hasn't made the fucking Outlands yet, but in Manhattan, the Indian culture yeah. and Pakistani culture is happening. Yeah, it's, it's, getting, it's getting hip. Like, you now you have like one Indian friend as opposed to you used to have one black friend. Right. I need more Indian friends to hang out with. They're Maybe a couple shakes. They're an underrated, you know, looking people, in my opinion. Women are beautiful. I can't fucking tell what man is attractive. It's impossible for the, me. The women are great. Yeah, the women are attractive. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I don't think that they're cool either. Here is, uh, let's go over to uh, here with uh, Joe in New Mexico. Joe. Hey, Ronnie, how's it going, buddy? Yeah. What do you got for me, buddy? You know what? I'm over here. I'm from New Mexico, and we always consider Puerto Ricans kind of like junior blacks. Um, even if you go back and look at the boxing thing, like you have Hispanics and Puerto Ricans, they never really got along. They always kind of didn't have their own style. They always kind of copied from everybody else. They were never really their own people. See, there was a time in the city where Puerto Rican was a very cool thing to be. And right. this uh, is the 90s. Yeah, you wanted to have a Puerto Rican friend. Uh, you wanted to go to those restaurants, eat there. Uh, you wanted to say, hey, I've been down to Puerto Rico. Stock has plummeted, though. I mean, you might as well just be a white person from the suburbs. Well, you don't even see, like, in the city, you don't see, like, um, Puerto Ricans waving the flag anymore, like, on their on their cars and stuff. You... Uh, um, that I disagree with. Puerto Rican Day Parade, they fly the flags everywhere. The problem is it kind of looks almost nerdy. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like they're, they're fucking Green Bay Packer is, fans. Or how is that cool? It's like that right. they're... That's what I'm saying. Like, that is like an uncool thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and they do have the big flags. And to make a big deal about that one day, it almost makes you seem like you're kind of white and suburban. <laughs> that you like a parade. Uh, Josh, you're on Fez. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Hey, midgets. Not cool. Hilarious, but not cool. They're trying to push it with things like Little People, Big World. Well, I, 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 I think there's some disagreement um, to that because Josie was the mm-hmm. coolest. And then the little midget that used to be on uh, Jackass. 
I oh, think yeah, he helped. Yeah, I yeah. think Wee Man helped a great deal. You wanna? I think you wanna rock with a midget. Now you just don't want it to be you and a midget going somewhere. But if there's five of us, it'd be great to have a midget. <laughs> uh, Indian guy, midget, <laughs> you, Asian chick, and uh, a gay guy. That's a cool crew. No Puerto Ricans. A gay, well, it would be, no, no Puerto Ricans. No. But you definitely want a uh, a gay Asian guy. And hopefully Earl, a black guy that you know is not going to be any uh, problem. But looks great. But gay guys seem to have lost their fucking cool thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ever there since was that ton- Bravo show. Well, it's ever since they started to hang out with chicks. Mm. They needed to be their own fucking scene. And now they're just like the, uh, you know, the fact that they're comfortable with fat girls... It makes us feel superior to them. The one thing is, everyone adopts like a like a gay th- like um. They all want to be like Carson from Queer Eye. Like even that guy on on and that uh, show didn't last on Big Brother. No. no, but even the, like the kid on Big Brother it wants to be like over the top, but he can't but, pull it off. You come up with a good point. Queer Eye was bad because they started the fashion thing. So before of that, you're like, oh shit, gay guys say this is fucking unhip, right? This is a problem. Right. I gotta fucking get out of this jacket. Gay guys are laughing at me. <laughs> because those guys came off so uncool and babyish and shit and piss fucking obsessed. <laughs> they kind of made gay unfucking cool. Right. Where it was almost like they were frat boys. You know what I mean? They should have came in, instead of trying to be funny and helpful and kissy, they should have stayed that angry gay, everything makes me sick. Because that's where the power was. Yeah. And they blew it and they're like, they were like, oh, you're gay, guys. I don't want to be fucking They, they were like with. Muppet babies. Right. Um, Steve in Connecticut. Steve. Gentlemen, uh, speaking of Indian women being so beautiful, have you seen the new series on USA uh, called Royal Pains? There's an Indian woman who has a lead acting role who is just absolutely smoking. I don't remember her name. Indian women are beautiful. There's no way around this. Oh. Uh, Indian women are absolutely gorgeous. That Padma Lakshmi is my favorite person on TV. She's rocking it hard. She's bringing Love it up. Her. That scar hers. Fuck you. No, she's sexy scar lady. Sexy scar lady. Uh, here's uh, Fred from Brooklyn. Fred. Hey, what's up, bro? There's no way Hasidic Jews will ever be hip. It's impossible. Uh, they had that rap thing go on for a while. What was that guy's name? Mashahu. Everybody was acting like they were into him. Even even that one guy though. I, I mean, even if these guys start getting into clubs, the second they take off their jacket, I think I think they would be hip if they hung. If, I oh, think shit. Hasidic Jews would be hip if they hung out at Amish clubs. They're definitely <clears throat> more hip than Amish guys. Well, no, what, they, they don't wear the uh, the straps over their shoulders to hold their pants up. There's that I like. Cool about them. With the arrests in New Jersey last week, where all the mayors got wrap, uh, wrapped up in the some of the j- rabbis, mm. you saw the rabbis in handcuffs, and you couldn't even get a cool mob feeling no, from I, it at I, all. I'm going to give you a thing. What about those guys, the Hasidic Jews, that get driven around and they wear those really great long black coats? Mm. Uh, I know they make their their chicks fucking dress weird, but the guys are are rocking a lot of diamonds, and the older guys always get driven around in the back of a car. And I don't even know what they're doing in the city, (laughs) but I think there is like a mob thing going on there. I'm kind of digging it. 
over here in Brooklyn on the weekends, you got some that wear like these these stockings up to their fucking knees, and then they got these mink mink furry toilet seat hats. I, I I don't understand what's going on with the whole fucking culture. If I'm Jewish, I I, I I'm no part of that, man. I, I don't even understand where that level would be on Christianity that you would look at someone like that and say, holy shit, that's my same religion. I I, I there's no idea. Well, we have plenty of that. We we have plenty of Christians. That uh, we don't uh, get along with, that we think are just too fucking Christian. Evangelists who are totally over the top. Fred from Brooklyn bringing it against his own people, the Jews, (laughs) the Hasidic Jews. Uh, We're talking about uncool minorities because, let's face it, if you're a minority, you got a chance to be cool right away because there's not a lot of you. And all you got to do is be slightly cool and people be accepting. Uh, And some of the minorities making real moves. Asian guys, fantastic. You're moving along great. Indian chicks, what what can we say? Slum Welcome doggy. to the top. Slum Welcome doggy. to the top, yeah. yeah. Slumdog's been great for, for everybody. Um, Richard, in Florida, you're in Manifest. Hey, what do you guys think about albinos? All right, first of all, we need, is that a, a minority or birth defect? Uh, I would say birth defect. I think it's, it's not medical. Like, it's not going to have an albino neighborhood. But they're still yeah. um, minority. You're and missing something in your in your physical makeup. No, going above that, you've got Edgar and Johnny Winter, and then those two albinos that were in the second Matrix movie, <laughs> which were the only good things about it. Albino twins, very cool. <laughs> There's an albino village in in New Jersey, where it's like all albinos. Then why are we still sitting here when we could be <laughs> over there? Why get, every time you tell me something about Jer- Jersey, it makes me shiver. It's always so weird. I should give you all my copies of Weird New Jersey magazine. You know what Weird New Jersey magazine should be called? What? New Jersey magazine. <laughs> it's fucking redundant to say Weird New Jersey. Unless you want to just change the name of your state to Weird New Jersey. It's a great show. Um, I mean, great book. Let's go over here to the uh, to James. James, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, listen, anytime I'm worried about what's going to be cool to wear out, uh, if I go, like, to a Nordstrom's or a Macy's or something like that, I always look for the uh, the black gentleman in the men's section. I go right by the white guy or the Asian guy. Uh, urban black is uh, still the coolest as far as getting dressed. Um, in some cases, yes. I definitely think they're down from the 70s. 70s, they ruled the planet. Uh, you were talking about platform shoes. That had an aquarium in the platform. <laughs> that was fantastic. Cape, cane, top hat. You were looking good. Um, the poopy pants and matching fucking uh, sports paraphernalia doesn't work, though. I think it's it's still considered cool, but far less cool than it used to be. Even if it's a sequin ball cap? Now you take a guy like a Patrice O'Neill, the man can dress. Yeah, I give Patrice... All the fucking uh, credit in the world for that. Some guys aren't keeping up, though. It's definitely not as cool as it used to be. And if anything, Obama's probably brought the the coolness factor down mm. for black people. When they wear the sports clothes, it just makes them look like Charlie Brown to me. Like, oops, why? Mm. Um, here's uh, Wilson, you're on Fez. Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, I just... Uh... As a replacement to your Asian girl and your cool gang, man, you gotta you gotta go with the Chinese white girl mix, a la uh, Olivia Munn from G Four. Oh yeah, it's good. Well, any mix is going to work for you. Uh, you want to be uh, a couple of strong nationalities. 
a black Asian look, fantastic. Oh. Uh, anything with Spanish, fantastic. White and Spanish, those girls, are, that's the Cameron Diaz, yeah. uh, J-Lo look, always works out. I, I mean, think I, she has some I'm, I'm a redhead. I could never mix with anybody. It would look ri- ridiculous. And yet, this is amazing. Molly's is blowing up right now because everybody wants to come in and meet the hot Irish girls. Those girls, when that red thing is with a woman, people love it. They love the accent with a woman. They have red hair, those girls? Yeah, some of them. Nice. But the guys, like you said, you're a hideous freak. <laughs> I didn't say that. You didn't start that way, but it's just what you grow into. Mm. Uh, Mark, Mark, you're on a fez. Yes, the Italians, those fuckers uh, peaked in the late 80s and have been on a downward spiral ever since. I think the turning point was Joey Botafuco, but now the more Italian you are, the more of a fucking joke you look like. (laughs) Very good point. Uh, We brought this up. The Guido thing is an embarrassment. Uh, And it went from, you know, good fellas to Joey Botafuco. But the Italian-Italian thing, still fantastic look. I mean, those guys will wear sunglasses like Mike Kaka, you know? Yeah. And Mike Kaka has got the strangest style in the world. He will dress like an older man and do older things. He will, like, uh, wear, like, a straw hat, yellow pants, little <laughs> belt, his sunglasses. I don't know where his scene is. And then he eats a Cipriani's. And I'm like, 4.30 we eat. He, he wants to come off like he's been retired and rich for 20 years. But, you know, so you can't judge it all. But, yes... The Guido thing has ruined Italians because people used to think Saturday Night Fever, Italian's cool. You know what I mean? Yep. Now it's, look at him, he overtans, he sprays his hair, he's an embarrassment. Gotties. One of the big problems, the Italians left Brooklyn, they went out to Long Island and became Pitsy. All right? <laughs> they went to New Jersey and became uh, Cheese Bulls. <laughs> They went to Staten Island. Enough said. You don't even name Joey. I don't even have to make a fucking example. I just say Staten Island, and you're nodding. And people in Utah are going, yeah, that's fucking unhip. There's just so very few people that the wife beater can even work on. The the T-shirt, it just, it's a bad look all the way around. You say that, but streetcar named Desire. That fucking was fantastic look. Marlon Brando in that fucking shirt rocked it. It was fucking happening for a long time. They've ruined it. Mm. It's not so much the clothing as what's the cliche that that clothing has became. Uh, Ed in New Jersey, you're on Ronnie Fez. Ah, boom, Ronnie. Yeah. Mormons never have been cool, never will be cool. If you have the Osmonds in real love from that show from HBO as your representatives, you'll never be. You ain't gonna be cool. Right, what about Jimmy Osmond? Still not working? I mean, he's so <laughs> no. big in Japan. He's so big in Japan. Uh, David, David, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, late 90s. Everybody had a Samoan in their posse. Yeah, I like, I like a Samoan guys. friend. What's that? They've kind of blown it, too. There's become one of the problems there was too many. Uh, when it was just Alfin Seca, uh, the Samoan SWAT team, everybody dug him. Then you get into Rikishi, and it's uh, it's past. Rikishi ruined it for everybody, I think. Um, I always think of <laughs> I always think of Hunter Thompson's uh, lawyer. Oh yeah, fantastic! Very very cool. 
and Hunter was rocking with a minority. Yeah, that was awesome. It's a great thing. Uh, I used to love walking around town with Earl and Franklin, and I would tell them both, I go, don't say a word. Let me do all the fucking talking. You guys just stay behind well, me. Franklin's a good example. I mean, why would he want a Seacrest-ish faux hawk? You're, you have black and Cuban. Don't do this. Don't do that fucking retarded white boy haircut. You know I love Franklin more than all you guys. But the faux hawk is an embarrassment. <laughs> it is. And I saw that thing bobbing the other night <laughs> at the bitter end oh. from around the fucking corner. And it, it, it broke my heart. This just shouldn't happen. White people shouldn't have dreads or cornrows ever. And black people shouldn't do faux hawks. Uh, here's our good friend, the Radio Shark. Cambodians. I'm not too fond of those Cambodians. They all seem to have the same shape. They look like Madonna's arms. Okay, Radio Shark. Well, at least I try. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. <laughs> 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Damon. Damon, you're on a fez. Hey, uh, I really hate to say it, but I think top prize for both uncoolest and least attractive women, Native Americans. Especially Ooh. those ones from, like, uh, from Mexico, those short little squat, thick black hair. All right, awful. But, all right, uh, thanks for your racism. I'll try to pick it up. Uh, Chris Christopherson, the great Chris Christopherson, was married to Rita Coolidge. Her hair was five miles long and jet black. She was gorgeous. And she was rocking Chris Christopherson. I think it could work. Now, everybody always wants to say, I got a little patchy in me. Everybody acts <laughs> like uh, I'm also a patchy. So, yeah. A little bit of the warrior. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to uh, break here, Fezzi. We're going to come back and uh, wrap up this show and find out what that mole on your neck is. I'm worried. <laughs> Fez Watley, giant mole on his neck. It's the Ron Fez Show. It's the Ron and Fez Show. It's my last night at the steakhouse Cause I haven't got a prayer I did some bets, I piled up my bills, my pockets bare So I'm ragging out some bar glass And my eye runs to the door There they stand for men in hand I'll serve them, carry out my plan I'm gonna take me to the Brooklyn Bridge I'm gonna rip me up in howling winds Gonna swim me down the cold black sea Gonna take me so they can't take me Well, I see the men as quickly As my arthritic legs allow Here's a snapshot of me then Can you guess how old I'm now? Well, I used to box on Sunday $20 fights But you don't last long And when you're done They dim you like the lights I brought the steaks and sodas Sharp knives and chocolate treats Took up the check and nearly died When I saw you'd left me all I need 
gonna take it to the racetrack. I'm gonna take it to the OTB. I'm gonna take it to the basement games. I'm gonna buy myself a new bookie. I'm gonna win myself a whole new life. Run the tables and then find the wife. I'm gonna make it now and want to say it takes a road. Come back any day. XM202 Sirius 197. When I woke up this morning, I felt like shit. I was so fucking hungover. My arm was numb as I slept on a long death. I barely breathed. Then I remembered, holy fuck, my whole family's in jail. I gotta get them out. Back with the Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You can always email us at ronandfez at AOL.com. Now, the first official poster for the film The Losers is out. That's based on the comic book uh, The Losers. Same comic. And I'm seeing who's in this movie. And you have Chris Evans as Jensen in this movie. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Clay, part of the Losers. Now, both of these people have gotten to play iconic comic book superhero characters. Chris Evans is the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four movies. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan was the comedian in The Watchmen. And here they are playing other comic book hero characters. Why shouldn't they, though? Like we talked about before, what you're getting is too much comic book movies. Just like at one time we had too many westerns or too many gangster films. If if you turn around, let's say, Robert De Niro, he was in The Godfather. He was in Goodfellas. He was in, um, oh, he played Al Capone. Yeah, uh, Casino. So he was in Casino. So he keeps playing the gangster. Oh, mean Streets is kind of a gangster movie. So he can't help it. That's the kind of movies that come out. Now there's a lot of comic book movies. If you're 24 to 28 years old and you're in good shape, why wouldn't you want to work them? It's just, it's, you know. You, By the way, we're in a lightning storm in this building. You're like kidding. You would not believe. One of the biggest I've seen. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's very weird. I, where are you going? I'm just taking, I'm removing headphones. I'm stepping on a little back from the mic. Uh, there is, um, I'm not used to saying this, in this rain, there is, everybody's got their lights on in all the offices around us. So it almost looks like it's nighttime, and here on the East Coast, we're just a little bit past 2.30. It's, it's hell times. Yeah, it is. The storm in New Jersey is phenomenal. And that's coming, so we haven't even gotten the worst of it yet. Really? Yeah. Great. It's going to take fucking forever, then. When it it, it rains for whatever reason, forget about two hours. Tack on another. Oh, you mean to get home? No, I have to do special deliveries. Well, what are you talking about, then? What are you talking about? I'm just saying, for some reason, I don't know why rain makes people drive so much slower. Right, but you're not saying that it's a commute. You're just saying something's going to take longer. And yeah, the, the, uh, the commute's going to take a, an hour right. longer. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, it's 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 really bad. New Jersey's flooding, and we're getting just bashed with lightning hitting all around. Every single building around us is getting slapped. See, we and we don't know 
Oh my god, there was a what was that? What? Did, I thought was, I had like a feeling. There was like a flash. But See, the, we don't know these buildings. Can they take a huge lightning storm? No, no. There's no way to test that ahead of time when you're building one of these things. Uh oh. Are you hearing the? Yeah, there's a wind. The rolling thunder too. And if it gets windy and it comes whipping in between the skyscrapers in this town, Lord knows. Uh, Todd in uh, West Virginia, you're on my face. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds has already played uh, Hannibal Kane and Deadpool in two Marvel Comics movies, and is getting ready to play Green Lantern in a DC Comics movie. Yes, we just won't enjoy any of the comic book movies anymore, because Ryan Reynolds is going to play every hero. Well, they're making like a hundred fucking movies a year. They're running out of people. We'll just make them Batman and Superman, too, and we'll just all look at one face as we try to try to enjoy a comic book movie. Why can't you? First of all, it, it, so you're able to sit there and fucking believe a man can fly. So why don't you put it out of your mind as Ryan Reynolds? Because uh, Ryan Reynolds, I see him, you know, if he's Superman next, then I see him as the Green Lantern. Or I see him, you know, as one of the other characters he's played. Uh-oh. I, is the, I can't see from where I'm at. I just went how, and Uh-huh. Is it really ugly? Yeah. It's like one of the worst storms I've ever fucking been in. Um, here is uh, Ken. Ken, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm calling from Canada. I'm like right in the, right in the center, right? It's not, it's not, you can't, we get storms like fucking crazy here now. All this year has been these flash storms that blow in. It rains like hell, and the sewers can barely... Uh, you know, handle it, and then it you know goes away. The next day, it happens again, and it's been and forecast is for like five days in a row. This shit, and I don't get it because it's not just happening here; it's happening like all over the continent. Yeah, it's it's the end times. Um, here is uh, Paul in New Jersey. Paul, hey, what's up, buddies? Um, yeah, I was just driving, and I just saw a bolt of lightning hit a huge tree. And I can't see anything, but it's starting to calm down. So, I mean, it looks like it's the end of the world out here. Mm. Well, we, you know, we don't. These storms seem to be getting worse, and no one ever says, in case of a bad storm, get to the uh, top of a high building as soon as you can. That never comes up in any preparedness. What about a flood? Uh, Eddie, you're on running fast. I'm actually even feeling the like the hair, Am like I, the static. Yeah, the static. Is starting to fucking go up. Man. Hey, guys. Are you getting it, Dave? Can yeah. you feel it? Yep. Oh, no. But you're just as mad about this as you were Ryan Reynolds. There's no real difference in your attitude. Well, this is just frightening to me. Eddie, what do you got? I was letting you guys know these big buildings are equipped with grounding protection systems, the lightning protection systems. They got big, thick copper lines that come all the way down to the building, putting all that electricity all the way down to the ground and into the We don't have foundation. that in our building, no. Well, well you got you got to find it. You got to show it to Fezzies and make sure he doesn't touch it. Um, Alvin, Alvin, you're on Fez. They just run hey, straight Ron. down the building here. Hey, Ron, I I, I want to kind of agree with Fez. I, I saw Harry Potter yesterday, but in the trailers they had Sherlock Holmes and was Robert Downey Jr. And, and it made it look like he was a superhero. And I don't know, it turned me off. Well, that's because you guys have went to every superhero movie. That they've dished out. Right. So they're just giving you more of what you want. 
This is what you get by being a consumer who just consumes. I'm going to check this guy's. All right. I just don't like the idea of a big storm because I know these buildings. You should see the storm outside. I don't want to see the storm outside from this height. Where were you going? From this altitude. <laughs> Where were you going? I was actually trying to <laughs> climb inside the wall. I don't know why it seems safe. There's no way to get in there, but I tried to get as close to it as possible. Here's Scott in Nova Scotia. Yeah, Fez, Labia Minora. Put your panties back on, man. Take a chill pill. There hasn't been a record-breaking storm. In like 15 years for thunder and lightning. Oh, get a building higher than two stories and then come back and tell me how you feel. Yeah, I've been to New York. I've been to Toronto. It's one of the highest points in the world, man. Come on. Put your labia minora back in your panties and tip uh, up a little bit. You, did, you got the joke once. You can't just keep redoing it. Wait, I have a joke in Latin. Let me do it several times. You see his flash? Yes, the lights yeah. are dimming in here. You know... Why don't they come and say, you know what, shut it down for today, boys. It's not safe. Well... God, it's like we're pieces of meat to be used. I don't and think... When, when, uh, uh, I don't think this building has a lightning rod. When either. the studio door opened, that's where you see the light coming in from the outside windows. Right. There's aren't. no light out there. I know. It's completely dark in the hallway because there's no light coming in through the windows. It's just... What now? Phil Rizzuto, when he was in Where the minors... Where are you going? <laughs> Away! Why would you get panicky? I just came back in here. I don't want to get shot! But every time I walk back into the room, you freak out. But and you, you take off. But you come back in going, whoa, 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 like something oh, bad's going to happen to the building. I was just thinking, what would I be doing if yeah. I was driving a wagon train? Joey Lawrence said, whoa. 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 Was, Ron was just doing a triple Joey Lawrence impression. You think I'm kidding? No, that fucking sky is unbelievable. I do not want to look at it it's from this altitude. Ass. It's dropping ass. Well, I was saying, Phil Rizzuto, when he was in the minors, his uh, two of his teammates got killed by lightning. That happens. When he was on the field. It happens. When I live in Florida, all kinds of people get killed mm -hmm. by lightning. So yeah. we could, someone probably will get killed, like, in the... Why you even bring that up? But, but I mean, like, on this floor. So we're the top we're, we're You know what I hope floor. gets hit by lightning? Who? Your itchy crotch. <laughs> it's fine. Your rashed crotch. So like Finally, some relief. It'll be like laser treatment. You, you're you a frantic son of a bitch, though, Fezzy. You get frantic. You're a worrier. You know that? Yeah. I've never said this to you before. You worry quite a bit. Quite a bit. When you're up this high, you got to worry. Why? You're kind of vulnerable up here. You're really at the mercy. Scary, isn't it, you know? A little bit, I guess. I guess it's a little bit scary. I mean, there's a good chance someone's not going to make it out of here a lot. Why you got why you got to freak them out? And everything's windows. Why does every uh, there, we don't have walls, all we have is windows. Is uh, John in Florida? 
Hey there, Ronnie B. Yeah. I called to nominate somebody for the Beanie Cup, but I just want to remind you that Dave can never be nominated for the next couple months because he insulted your clothes. Well, insulted his clothes? You know what? I, uh, I give all my guys a day-to-day on here, and Dave has had a fabulous show today. Today's Beanie Cup goes to... Mr. Lightning, Fez Watley. Oh, Mr. Lightning. thank you. It's not a metal cup, is it? I thought you had an extra good show today. I really do. Thank you. I thought uh, Fez is back, everybody. Fez is back. Fez is back. Fez is back. Fez is back. Although, um, Dave showed me this during the commercial break. Uh, yeah. Ronfez.net. Already turn on Fez? Yeah, there's a, a um, an anti-Fez pro, uh, in my opinion, Dr. Joe K. and Chuck Wagon Pole, saying, you know, uh, do uh, they ruin uh, RonFez.net? And everyone's like, no, they're, they're aces in my book. Dr. Joe K., and, and they're ruining Fez. And, you, and these are guys you don't like, Fezzy? I just don't like them. No. Maybe I better pull you out of there. I, thought I, I thought I would have you interact to have you get Ron, along better with people. Ron, just a little idea. Maybe maybe it's time to go to a whack bag now, after all. Especially for Fez. Maybe it's time. You've been invited on whack bag. Yeah, yeah I had trouble uh, getting signed up. Milkman Dan's helped me out. If you can't bash Joe K and Chuck Wagon, then what are you doing? Here's my problem with that, though. And, you know, I don't care about that. But, um, you know, Mikey Boy's my guy. Mikey Boy's terrific. I love Mikey Boy. But Mikey Boy can't be all And I've always said, as long as Mikey Boy was with, uh, with RonFez.net, that would be the official unofficial. Now, we've had offers from Spread the Iris. The Spread the Iris offer is still there. I got 19 texts last night from uh, Mafia Life Chris, so I know we have a good relationship. Oh, he must have been busy. He wanted to give it his side of the story to me. <laughs> of course. But, you know... Gotta swarm in on on these type of people. That's all. Uh, let's not even worry about it. But maybe it's time for Fezzy to get out of there. You're not happy, Fez? No. You're not happy there? No, I'm not happy. Well? I mean, if the guy is going to keep fucking with you long after you said it's not a joke to me, then, you know, it's not a joke to him either. He's just fucking doing that. Right, you know? yeah. Just being an asshole. And if everybody wants to... Over Fez, then maybe that's the way it fucking goes. I don't care. I honestly don't see it as a big fucking deal. I really don't. Um, here is uh, Larry. Larry, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Uh, I just and I'm worried about you, Rezzy. So I went online here, and uh, I'm looking up at uh, how do you stay safe from lightning? It says first of all, you got to stay away from anything electrical. Stay away from windows. But if your hair stands on the end, on, on its end, and your skin starts to tingle, lightning may be ready to strike. Drop to your knees immediately, cover the back of your head, and practically roll into a ball. Uh, that may be something you might want to look at. Because you don't like lightning? No, I do not like the lightning. And my, you know, here's the thing. My feet and hands and arms, they tingle all the time anyway. I got bad circulation. How do I know whether it's lightning or, you know, nerve damage? Maybe all this time you just feel the electricity. Oh, God. You know, I'm sorry to interrupt. Just very upset about this RonFez.net business. You're ball busting. I'm just upset about it, Ron. Uh, This is another time. 
he likes to get you upset. Right. It just Don't doesn't seem it. right. You know, he's sorry. dancing back and forth between that and the lightning. I tried to get, and, and I'm being serious here. I tried to get Fezzy friends with him and all that. But maybe this is a Vietnam situation where it can't be won. It just can't be won. Yeah, I don't think it can be. I think it's you know I think it's time for for uh, an exodus if these people can't be attacked. I don't even know what that means. I don't want anybody attacked. I just felt like I fucking Fez felt feels board. like he's fucking picked on. Let's yeah. just drop it. Doesn't even matter. Okay. Um, and by the way, Dave, you are the one who brings it to us at our attention right. all the time. I do. You're the ball buster. I have fucking to make sure Fez gets upset about it. Yeah. You brought in the chuck wagon gets video. Made it's info. Next. That's yeah. that's what they call me, David Info. Um, no one calls you that. <laughs> if anything, we call you Rock Crutch, <laughs> which actually isn't bad. Uh, here is uh, Andrew. Andrew, you're on the Run of Fez show. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, just wanted to remind Fez that the contract for the construction of that building went to the lowest bidder. So who knows how safe he is in that building. I just want to tell you something, Fezzy, about this building that I found out. Do you even want to know now why you're up this high? Well, yeah, go ahead and tell me. This was built on sacred Indian ground. And the fact of the matter is they moved the gray stones and they never moved the coffins. Shit. That's why this place is haunted. And that's why that little girl got sucked into our TV set. Right. It's exactly what's going on. I figured she was just away with her family. I mean, the thing is... It's like Dr. Joe T.K. is like Craig T. Nelson from that movie. You know, he doesn't, he just attacks. He doesn't believe anything. Um, I don't know. It's just Ron Fez done that, maybe. Jason in Detroit, you're on Ron Fez. Hey, guys. Hey, Fez, I don't want to be worried about getting struck by lightning because maybe you can get some superpowers and they can make a movie starring Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That's the Fez Flash. Way to bring it all back together for us. Ryan Reynolds is going to be the Flash. He was talked about to be the Flash as well. I think the Flash movie is off. I don't like these um, comic book movies, mm-hmm. but I would see the Flash. And the reason why? I can't begin to tell you how fast this motherfucker <laughs> runs. I mean, incredibly fast. It's quick, but on almost, top of water, <laughs> almost like a Flash. He's like Barry Sanders, you know. Barry Allen. Sanders. I mean, maybe maybe you could you 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 should see the Flash. He'll distract you from what from the the goings on of Ronfez.net dot net with stop the, it. How they attack would Fez you, every would day. Would you do me a favor? I know you're upset or you're acting like you're upset, but uh, leave it to Friday. Let's. I think she's real... gone. No, 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 no. She's at Whackback. No, that was an inside joke, but I did laugh at it. Yeah. But Friday, Mikey Boy comes in here. Right. Uh, leader, who's kind of the. Uh, Union organizer over there. Right. I know when GVAC comes in here, he said nothing about good things about you, Fez. Yeah. He said he just wants you to do better. He wants you to be funny again. That's all. But GVAC is a man, you know, there's a lot of class there. I don't know some of these other people. That's the weird thing. These are fucking different people. Than the ones we used to I mean, know. Yeah, and I mean, they're trolls, and they're making up multiple, you know, uh, board names so that they can right, troll Fez, more. Right. You know, yeah. you make me feel like I'm sitting in a fucking sandbox with you. It's like, I don't know what any of those things mean, and I find them embarrassing. I, I, I can't act like I'm running a fucking third grade playground. I don't want to do it. I mean, how how we know that Dr. Choke is even a real doctor? I mean, Chuck Wagon probably stop, doesn't even stop. have a wagon. Dave, you're fucking around to get Fez upset. It's got nothing to do with anything. All right, that is it for uh, us today, Fezzy. Uh, and congratulations to you. You picked up the Beanie Cup. Today's Beanie Cup goes to... 
Let's say it again, Fez Watley, everybody. Fez Watley. Thank you very much. Dave, how many of these have you won? Zero. I'd love to see you get one. Yeah. I love you to see hey, you. To you, see no, you set me up. I get it. I want you to kick that ball. That's all right. Here, fastball, fastball, throw that curve. Well, yeah. What Swing am I going to do? I'm not fucking pitching, coach. I'm <laughs> not going to fucking groove you all night. No, that's fine. Is that what you want? You want me to fucking pitch underhand? Was, you want daddy to pitch underhand to you? Let you hit away? No, just... Well, I'm going to be going to yeah, whack bag fast. tonight. Real fast. Go to whack bag. You're not even welcome at whack bag. Maybe I will be now. doesn't work there. Why? Why shouldn't I be? Well, they, they're the ones who banned you, not me. <laughs> All right, that is it for us. Fez, you need anything? You got a plug uh, tonight? I just want to remind people that the uh, Eastside Dave Nizzers video oh. is, is on YouTube. Uh, done by Small, so you want to check that out. Go to YouTube.com and then search the word Nizzers. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's it for us. See you guys back here tomorrow after O&I. And coming up next, it's O&I. I I don't know how they do it. They're in here constantly. The Flash. Uh, That's the end of my show. Donk. Donk. Satellite's gone way up to Mars. Soon it'll be filled with park and cars. I watched it for a little while I love to watch things on TV With Harry, Mark, and John Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday to Thursday With Harry, Mark, and John Satellites gone up to the skies Things like that drive me out of my For a little while I love to watch things on TV